The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right, folks, here we go. Another keg of glory edition of the voluntary reaction as Rick Barnes and his band of merry men go down to Alabama and take down the tide. 81 to 74, so much to unpack, so much to talk about, but let's not lose sight of the main takeaway here. Bear, Davey, we are going to Columbia, South Carolina Wednesday with a chance to win a championship. How do you eat an elephant, Bear? One bite at a time, motherfucker. One bite at a time. And Get we out took, the broom, Russell. We took a big damn bite, walked up in their house, made a sandwich, and threw the cheese wrapper on the floor. Rick Barnes just walked by Nate and said, yeah, be a good boy. Pick that up for me, Nate. Slipped a little $5 bill in his pocket said, get yourself something nice. Take the missus out somewhere. All right? What a weird fucking game, man. We got to win game. it in multiple ways, Davey Hudson. You do. And, and this was one of those games where, as I'm watching it the entire time, I'm not, it's not like I'm glad that we're drinking from the keg of glory, but I don't feel like it's one of those games where I'm super excited we won. I feel relieved because I feel like we were the better team the entire time. We just had some spurts where dealing with foul trouble, dealing with a couple of issues in the post, not exactly being the physical dominant force we'd been there, not seeing Connect go off, that, you know, this team found other ways to win. And it's a game that, like you guys said, we're in sole place of first in the SEC, and we got a chance to clinch the championship come this Wednesday, which I'm also glad it's Wednesday and not Tuesday, a little bit more time as far as turnaround and rest go. Oh, we need a break, man. I mean, this has been such a wild 72 hours following the emotional high of winning at Auburn. I will be perfectly honest with everybody. I did not feel good about this one. I I, I did not put any money on it one way or the other. But if you were asking for my pick, I would have probably thought Alabama wins tonight. And like Bear said, I mean, it's a weird game. We get both our bigs in foul trouble. So we're playing super small ball with Josiah at the five for a good, like almost 10 minute stretch in the first half. Then we come out with our double big lineup with Awaka and Adu uh, for a b- big chunk of the second half. Adu played, I'm pretty sure he played like the, almost the entire second half. He came out at the four minute mark and had like two minutes of, of rest. He had a good game, I thought, but I mean, the story tonight has to be our floor general, Zakai Ziegler, 38 minutes tonight. I mean, he's volume shooter tonight. He's only five of 18 from the field, but four huge threes, 18 points, four assists, two rebounds, a steal. Zakai Ziegler, Bear, he is a wartime consigliere. That he is. I was just looking it over. Uh, we ended up, it was, it was a team win tonight, uh, all but one. Uh, of our starters hit double double fig double digits points wise and Vescovy had eight. Um Mayshack had an unreal night. Very efficient three of four, two of two from three. 
that steal. I mean, that that one like thirty second period where he just took over, and you know, he had the bucket, and then he gets the steal, and Adu gets the end one. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, that was awesome. Nice to see him back in there. Alabama was, you live by the three, you die by the three. Yeah, Nine they weren't thirty seven. They weren't very efficient, but honestly, I thought their game plan defensively was kind of what you would want to do. You made sure to keep Connect in check, and you had Ziegler shoot the ball 18 times. He only had four assists. Now, I mean, he did well from the free throw line, except for right there at the the very end. I just – I think they just didn't bring it on on their side to where it's like they're matching that – that intensity where they're typically averaging 91 points a game. We did enough defensively. And so it, like I mentioned at the top, I just feel this was one of those games to where it was kind of a drag out, but we just ultimately came out, came out on top at the end. What a game. What a game. We shot 43s tonight. I mean, yeah. That's, that's gotta be a season high. Uh, only made 12 of them, but they were all huge. I mean, triple J, with the huge three at about the two minute mark to make it a five point game, uh, he was clutch tonight. Just, um, just a, a, a great effort. Great effort, man. Let's talk about it. Let's celebrate. Tap the keg of glory, ladies and gentlemen. Alabama is out of the conference title race, and Tennessee. We can wrap this thing up in Columbia on Wednesday night against a very good South Carolina team. A game. None of us should be taking for granted. That is going to be another war. and um, But we've got a chance for, for a little bit of a breather here. Much needed after just a, a very intense week of SEC basketball. Let's get Trey in here first. What's up, Trey? He's got the, the wheel of death, and it doesn't even matter, Bear. It doesn't even matter. We'll get him in. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. We'll get him in when we get him in. Let's get my guy Spotlight Eddie in oh, here. God. Yeah. Let's do it. Eddie, are you there? Eddie, can you hear me? Turn your mic on, Eddie, you drunk bastard. He's probably driving down Alcoa Highway right now with a six-pack in his lap. Eddie. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up? Ah, shit. I thought I, I was, I'm testing out some new earbuds, and they ain't worth a goddamn. I'm here to tell you. Well, you're here now, and that's all that matters, my friend. Pull up a chair. We drink from the keg of glory, my friend. Yes, we do. Fuck those gumps. Dirty bastards, dirty cheating bastards. They get what they deserve. Yes, they do. All the way back to fucking means and all them. Yeah. No, that was like 20 years ago. I mean, it goes back like 100 years ago. Goes back to the bear. Dirtiest program, dirtiest athletics department in the history of college athletics. And we broke out the broomsticks on them two in a row this year. Yes, we did. Fuck those bammers. Speaking of bear, speaking of the, not the bear, but bear. Our bear. No, no, no. He is the bear. Yeah, the other guy's just bear. 
Yeah, fuck that guy. All right, Eddie, what else you got for us, man? We're going to move along here. Nah, please do. I'm drunk as hell. Well, you enjoy the night, my friend. Stay home. Get that uh, get that Taco Bell on Uber Eats if that's what you've got to do here tonight. Spotlight Eddie checking in. Speaking of Mixed drunk as hell, where is my guy? Uh, is he still? Oh, he he's not requested. Did anybody hear Jake Taylor on the halftime chat? I did. He was fucking wasted, dude. <laughs> he was blown he away. was absolutely smashed. He um, he had requested to to speak, and he's he's not he's not in queue anymore. So I I mean I can only imagine. I mean that was like an hour ago. He was wasted. He was drinking. Yeah, he, was, he was just shit house <laughs> gone, man. <laughs> Greggy, this, get this Greggy significant in. other uh, needs to definitely hide the keys, hide any sharp objects. Passionate cough. I felt like it led us in the second half. Set the I tone. Credit, I, I credit Taylor with the win. Set the tone. Greggy, turn your mic on. Oh, it's on. What's How you guys doing? doing tonight? Spectacularly. Oh, I can't get much better than that, can it? Oh, man, what a game. What a game. What a moment. You know, we've had we've had a couple of really just monumental regular season wins this year. Going, you know, going up to Rupp and winning was sweet. Beating Bruce Wednesday night was sweet. This might top them all, boys. Uh, they had to fight two teams tonight. They had to fight Alabama, and they had to fight the rest. And they well, you got, beat them both. And we do it in front of Nick Saban. We do it in front of Kalen DeBoer. We do it in front of Jalen Miller. We do it in front of Justin Thomas. Go to hell, Justin Thomas. Nobody likes you. Well, I hate the whole state of Alabama. Don't we all? <laughs> But Nelson, Nelson rocking the – that was big, too. We got him out. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it was – there were some strange the – late, the late whistles were the the only thing that I really, really noticed. I mean, they were calling – I mean, both teams are getting – they had a guy foul out. Uh, we had three guys that ended up with four. Um, I mean, Pat Adams sucks, but – the end of the day when you got two teams that play as physical as these two do it's that's how it's gonna be they can't let you can't just let these two play you'll end up with a fight did you all notice uh two five out there drawing plays on the clipboard oh what's up with that Uh, uh, santi just taking over in the huddle i loved it loved it listen i mean i know the guy ain't taking his shot i feel like he can make him if he took him but the guy can play some damn basketball. I, I'm here for Coach Santi taking over here in a couple of years, the first SEC head coach from Uruguay. Well, apparently it works because whatever they did there at the end, I mean, they played. They Well, you know, they played basketball the whole game. Like, they played, you know, I mean, you had the up and down moment. Let them go on that 12-0 run, you know, there at the end of the half. But, but they hung in there and – and the, really, they played against two. I feel like they played against two teams. Well, Santi was great today. I mean, just sticking on him for a second, like uh, hit some clutch shots everywhere on defense, some assists. That one where he like kind of stole it at midcourt and went behind the back. And I don't even think we ended up scoring on that play, but like it was, uh, I mean, he just had a great game. I thought his best game of the season, really. 
Yeah, well, it was. Uh, I felt like the vets job. did. Yeah, the, nope. I mean, the, those guys have found their roles, man. I mean, they're not gonna. Those guys aren't gonna score twenty points, man. We don't need them to. The, no. the biggest thing they did was just keep their composure, especially at times that things weren't going our way. And just just score enough because they, uh, you know, the three of them, Meshack, Vescovy, and Triple J, they play hellacious defense. Um, Trey just sent us a shump just tweeted out uh, Alabama's lowest point totals this season were 71 at Tennessee, 74 at Arizona, and then 74 tonight against Tennessee again. I mean, they're legit, like the best, one of the best, if not the best offense in the country. And we throttled them. I mean, Sears went, I, what Sears go like one for eight from three. Oh, yeah, we, we harassed him. Yeah, all night. two of eight from three. Managed to get to the line nine times. Yeah. I mean, he's up for player of the year with Connect. There's a reason. That fucker's good. Do you guys think it was interesting that ESPN had Jay Billis sit down with Nate Oates and they named the title of the segment after a movie where a man suffered a pretty serious mental <laughs> disability? Oh man, I I made sure not to watch that. I mean, the promo for it going to that break was so obnoxious. A beautiful mind. I think they're giving me a little bit of validity on that one. Don't know if they saw my segment. What What is your theory on Nate Oates again? He's on the spectrum. <laughs> now I know that uh, Nash aren't we was, all though? Was schizophrenic. The dude's like Rain Man when it comes to drawing up plays, dude. Like he can count the cards, you know. He can do all that stuff. But whenever you get him behind a microphone or you have to deal with situations where it's like, hey, I'm going to make sure my program looks good whenever something bad has happened. I mean, my gosh, it's like throwing Joe Biden behind a microphone right now and just letting him stutter through it. It's pretty rough. No, let's not get political. But I would love to see um, Nate Oates on Love on the Spectrum. I think that would be uh, very good if his wife would let him. Uh, he's a horse's ass. And so is that defective Duke shithead jay bias I, I can't stand him man i just ended up turning the fucking tv down i i don't hate him like you guys do but that was a really bad call for both him and shulman i i didn't really take anything solid away from the entire game as far as like their their commentary went i i had it turned down i'll, I'll be honest i i did not go there tonight uh let's get brad in nashville in here next what's up brad <laughs> Uh, not much, guys. I had the uh, thing. I don't give a damn about, whole, about the whole state of Alabama, but I'm saving that for football season here in about eight months. So, man. Walter's Twitter account just posted a video of about 100 Tennessee fans there singing Rocky Top inside Coleman. That's what that that's what we're living for, gentlemen. That's, that's where we're at. Um, we got the lion's share of the SEC championship. Um, we just have to handle our business the next two games, and uh, we get to hang a banner. I mean, it's not the one we're shooting for, but it's still going to go up there. This was a gutty, gritty, awesome win that we got tonight. We showed character. We bounced back. They counterpunched, and then we just threw haymakers, and uh, we, we, we took it from them. Um, they had I, – I'm not really going to complain about the whistle – um, I thought that it, uh, there were calls that were going both ways the whole time. I thought that it was uh, pretty even. I just think we're the better team. And um, we're a good matchup. They're a good matchup for us. 
as far as uh, what our strengths are. We had those early fouls against Adu. We were able to overcome that, even playing small. I'm just I'm thoroughly impressed with how we were able to go out and just handle our business tonight. Um, Connect was cold, and uh, but he didn't try to press it and drive into the middle of four people over and over again. He passed it, and um, he distributed the basketball. And I'm just, I don't know. It's uh, if I wish I had two more arms, so I give this whole damn thing four thumbs up. I mean, it the, the whole damn night was badass. What do you guys think? I mean, just agree with pretty much everything you said. I mean, I I thought, you know, even connect. Like I thought he played well. I think he only took fourteen shots tonight and made five of them. You know the. The floater in the lane at the end was big. And then the next position, we we kept going to him right there in the corner. And he drew the double team. We whip it around uh, from Ziegler to Meshack to Triple J. And then Beautiful. He the three, man. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a work of art. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. This is what we needed. And um, wins like this are something you can build off of. Um, it's March. So we know the uh, fucking elephant is in the room, but um, I, I feel good about what we have. And um, I've saying this song before, but this time it feels a little different. So uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what's up, man. Yeah, thanks, Brad. Appreciate it, man. Have a great night. One you game too, at a time, boys. Uh, we just, let's win. Let's, let's win a championship Wednesday, and then we can talk about the coal miners, and then we'll do the thing. Yeah. Boy, how how lit up will it be, uh, regardless of what happens? Uh, yeah, in Colombia, uh, next Saturday is going to be uh, setting up to be a uh, heavyweight fight. Uh, we, I, we, we, we have to him win. out. Yeah, we we have to win and clinch in Colombia. I don't know if my heart can take if we lose that game like Thursday, <laughs> Friday, and then Saturday. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like like, like this game tonight, uh, I wouldn't have been happy. If we hadn't won, but Alabama's got a great team. Uh, obviously, me and you have, have been warning, you know, talking about South Carolina since early in the year. Um, they're a good team. I will legit be pissed if we lose this pack of shit Kentucky team next Saturday. They play no defense <clears throat> at all. That god-awful Arkansas team put 100 Well, they, yeah, they beat this Bama team. Uh, they they beat the brakes off them last week. Davey, what what was Jay Bias? What was his deal tonight? Again, I, I had the sound turned down mostly, so I I didn't really. I I don't really know. They just didn't have like much to discuss that I, I thought was you know adding to the game. Just interesting stories. It just was a bland call, and at times they were pretty annoying. Like that's that's an unbiased opinion on it. No, nothing stood out as far as oh well, that was a good point they made there. No, I can't stand him even when he's not calling Tennessee game. I just think he's shitty at his job. I mean, far be it for me to you know. I kind of live in a glass house, I guess, uh, Russ. But I mean, honestly, the guy the guy sucks. That's he's terrible. usually really good on ACC games. I mean, they're, they're just it's it's. Just god awful. Whoever told him that he was good at this lied to him. He's terrible. No, he has been good in the past. He makes fucking Dick Vitale 
it sound like Vin Scully. Well, they gave him his spot, so. And he's, still, he's just a fucking dude. Ugh. Let's get Rico in here next. Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? Big win. You know, nobody gets excited for uh, regular season wins like Tennessee. Uh, quick question. Is this the year Rick Barnes finally breaks through? Because all he does is lay eggs in March. So you got your orange, and you guys look like a bunch of prisoners with all your orange and a whole stadium. It's a gross color. Is this finally the year, Rick? Rico, quick question. What's your love? Oh, you didn't have to kick him. Um, I actually wanted to have a chat there. Get, get him back in here. Who kicked him? Get, get him back in here. Get him, him back in here, Rico. Yeah, he's right there. Yankee. Let's see if uh, Trey. I want to know what his no. love affair with 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 NATO's is. I I don't understand. Uh, I, I, you know, I think that that that. Can I say retard? Quick, quick, quick! You guys remind me of Rick Barnes. Hey, hey, dude! You guys. Dude, you're just some fucking redneck from Alabama trying to fucking troll no, for, like, for likes on Twitter. Trey, like, Trey, you think Trey, I'm a redneck? Trey, you think I'm a redneck? Trey, yeah, he's, he's from the Northeast. Trey, just calm down. I I, I know Rico. He's, he's from the yeah. Rico's okay. from. He's not. He's not an Alabama redneck. He's a Boston redneck. It's the most oh, racist God. city in America. New York City, you morons. The only quick trigger I hear about is the one your wife complains about, Rick, the dirty whore. <laughs> I thought we were being classy. I thought we were being classy. Rico, seriously though, what's, what's the reason with the love affair for NATO? Boston? You fucking shitting me? I'm from New York, bear. Relax. He's the best coach in the country. I look the best coach. He's, re he's reinventing basketball. If you can't love three it. in a row to Rick Barnes. Okay. Regular season. Not worried about what, it. You know, what, what's what's NATO son in of the, the tournament? He, he made what, what? One Elite Eight? How about he took Buffalo to a six seed? He's only been oh, a pretty cool. Oh, 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 man, you got me on that one. They also, also, <laughs> uh, he got screwed in. He got screwed in twenty twenty one with the bubble. He got screwed at the bubble, and he's the best coach in the country. Do you he even did. hear he your fucking the bubble. Those games would have been in the south. Those games would have been in the south. Those games would have been in the south, not in Indianapolis. You morons! Oh God, listen to this retard. <laughs> fucking hysteric. He got screwed on the bubble, but he's the best coach in the country, guys. No, he's a fucking loser. I guess you I guess we know who you guys voted in. for. Bunch of Bidens. Are you still wearing your mask? You still wearing your mask? Bagged by Trey. I mean, this is going terribly for you right now, my friend. Dude, I just want I just want a grand on this game tonight. I'm on cloud nine. I mean, this loser really can't can't take nothing from me. And, and is he really asking for a bunch of not to get political, but a bunch of Biden supporters to to Tennessee fans? I mean, dude. We're, we're like one of the reddest states out there. I mean, you were just hitting on all the retard cylinders tonight, man. Good props. Congrats. Maria, this Rick, is one of the dumbest I mean, people I mean, we've ever had on here. Portnoy's going to – I mean, you be in his office on Monday morning, and he's just going to play this back. We're just get abused by a bunch of Tennessee fans. What are you going to get up here and just trash your brand like this? We'll we'll see, we'll how much see, money did we'll you see, lose tonight? We'll, we'll see how much money matters. did you lose we'll tonight? We'll see when it matters. In, uh, how much money did you lose tonight betting we'll Alabama, goes further. dumbass? We'll see who goes further. When you guys get knocked out by an eight seed in the second week and second round, because Rick Bond's the most overrated thing in the world. Hey, Rico, you hit me up, dude, if you want a straight-up bet when it comes to tournament time. I, I like your compliment, Rico, of thinking Tennessee's going to be a one seed, though. I do like that. Rico, the 
The uh, sounds like the ambulance is coming to pick you up, buddy. You're having a rough night, man. Good luck with that, though. I appreciate it. Trey, uh, we uh, that was one of the best wins, regular season wins in recent memory. I mean, you go down there, they're fired up. They've got ESPN Jay Bias in the house. Justin Thomas is there. Saban and DeBoer are there. And Rick Barnes absolutely took Nate Oates across his knee and strapped him. Strapped him. Trey is so fired up, he just had to exit stage left. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Tensions are running hot tonight on the voluntary reaction. <laughs> he was that guy. He, I think he must have lost He must have lost some money tonight. He was talking about betting on that game. He would put out some damn video He's, at halftime. I, I mean, again, like, he doesn't have any ties to the Southeast, but he's, he's been a, a big NATO supporter for a while. There were uh, tons of people that whenever I, I had my rant that was going like constantly tagging him about my NATO comments. And I'm just like, I, I really was curious as to why he loves NATO as if NATO just decided to take analytics and just really add it to the college level. Hey, we're not, it's like, it's the NBA style. We're not going to play defense. We're just going to shoot layups, threes, or try to get to the free throw line. Well, the next big tournament games he wins will be his first. I mean, he choked as the number one overall seed in the tournament last year. Let's get Nolan in here. Nolan, turn your mic on, my friend. Guys, I had something I want to say, but, well, I never thought I would say this, but Trey is absolutely right. That Rico guy is a fucking idiot. And uh, (laughs) I just wanted to lead off with that. That guy's a fucking moron. Uh, but, um, yeah, he's just – he's crying because Rick, Rick Barnes has his coach's fucking number. But uh, so when do we start believing this team is special? Is it right here? I mean, you know, obviously it's a, it's a tournament sport. So uh, the Vultures will, will be out circling if Tennessee folds again in the tournament. But, I mean – like, what are you going to do? Worry about the tournament now? We're playing for a championship, which matters to me. And this was a huge win in that regard. And so we've got two more huge games. And then we've got two huge tournaments to play in. And all you can do is get better and try to be peaking at the right time. And then there's a lot of luck after that. You're hoping for a draw. And Rick Barnes has to coach well, manage games well, all that stuff. But um, for right now, all we could do is talk about the game that was on our schedule and that was Alabama, a team we've beaten three times in a row now, including last year when they had the player of the year. So, I mean, this has been just an incredible run that Tennessee has been on. Yes, absolutely. And in a sense, we're, we're really playing tournament games now. Really, this these final four games that we've had or we're having right now, um, uh, how, how far – where do you where does this rank in uh, Coach Barnes is just his his best games he's had here? W- what would you guys say? I, I'm just I'm curious what you have to say here. Here, I mean, there he's been here ten years now, so there's been so many. Uh, you know, the beating Gonzaga that year. I mean, we're just talking strictly regular season wins. Yes. Um, Beating Gonzaga, beating Alabama at home last year, beating Arizona at home the year before. Um, but this one's up there. All the wins in Rupp were huge. Yeah, I was getting ready to say the, the wins in Rupp. Um, regular season. 
Davey, you got any come to mind? Sorry, I stepped away. What was the question? Best regular season wins of the Rick Barnes era. Beating Gonzaga in Arizona. Been some big ones, Nolan. Been some big ones for sure. This was one of them. None so, bigger than kicking the shit out of Duke in the tournament last year, though. <laughs> that I mean, was pretty just, awesome. It yeah. would have been great had had we not shit the bed against FAU the next game. Why don't you got to bring that up? Because that's why fan. it's so frustrating for me. <laughs> that's why, that's why I, I get mad still thinking about that. I'm mad about it, but I mean, like, we can celebrate the win over Duke and be sad about Davies is mad because we beat his best team, favorite team Durham of all Dave. time, Duke. Had him so rattled that night. That that was a night that you... Uh, I was actually happy that night. It was four nights later when I got really frustrated. Did Mark Mitchell play today? Yeah, they were up. I think that was, like, the lowest uh, Virginia's ever been down at the half under Tony Bennett. That was a shootout, man. That was well, a good basketball. I was kind of frustrated they had to kick the or push the tip time back for Tennessee's game 10 minutes. I was like, Duke did them a favor just beating the brakes off Virginia to where the game was over well in time to where they could have just started Tennessee Alabama on time if they wanted to. Anything else, Nolan? Yes, two more things. Real quick. Davey, you're completely wrong. Those announcers absolutely fucking sucked and were horrible. They couldn't stop. What Nolan, what did you think I said about them tonight? You said they were good. No, I didn't. I said they had a really bad night in the past. Jay Billis has been really good on ACC games. Oh, come on. I, I was not praising them at all tonight, dude. Listen to the Go back and listen to the podcast after it's over. Yeah, that went poorly for you, Nolan. Second point. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, what needs it. to happen for us to get a one seed? We got to win. We got to win. Uh, both games, you know, at Columbia and at Kentucky. And I know they say it doesn't matter, but you can't go home on the first day. I almost think they need to make it to Sunday. Some of the bracketologists have expressed the opinion that we could split this next week and still get into a one seed, depending on what happens with the other teams we're up against. Kansas lost today. Um Arizona's we, really the only team I think that's that's yeah. we're battling for at this point. As long as yeah. falling on the face. You know, and Aaron Torres had a really good point. Like, if we do get that number one seed, and if it's over Arizona, we're gonna be the the one in the West. Yeah. I'll and travel. He kinda he kinda gave me some some <laughs> I'd rather be the one seed. Um you're gonna have a an easier path. You just are, but I mean, yeah, for fans that want to go to the game, like if you're the two seed and whatever, it's not going to be the end of the world. So I, I get, obviously, if you have to face Arizona out in Los Angeles, that's not ideal. But I mean, Tommy Lloyd's only been to one tournament game and he got knocked out against, I think, a 13 seed or something like they they don't have a he's not got a good track record so far. Uh, so the fact that he would make it to the Elite Eight as of right now is still yeah. one of those things where it's like I'm not. I'm not uh, counting my chickens before they hatch situation. And the, I mean, the other part of me is I don't give a shit because I know that, you know, we've only got a fine, you know, we've only got a few games uh, left to watch this team in particular. And this is probably, this may be the best, they're the best team in my lifetime right now. 
um, simply because they can what they did tonight. They can win games like four or five different ways, and I've, I've, we've never really had that. Thank you, Nolan. Appreciate you reaching out here today. Let's see if we can connect with what I imagine is a quite smashed Jake. Jake, are you with us? Russell. Jake. <laughs> Who's that Deco? It was Rico from Barstool. Rico. Who the fuck is Rico? Somebody who lost some money betting on Nate Oates and the Tide today, evidently. Exactly. Across the border. <laughs> uh, have you still been sipping on that pappy, Jake? Yeah, man. I'm riding down a back road here. Man, what, my you're buddy. riding? Yeah, I'm riding. Are you Who's driving? driving? You're not driving. No, I ain't driving. I got my buddy. He ain't had no liquor. Okay, so he's just driving you around, listening to voluntary reaction? Yeah, he's only been on the natural lot. That's, I don't know how I feel about this bear. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. I would recommend you you guys just pull over somewhere. Well, I, that's why I requested earlier and had to hop off. We had a stadium behind us. I mean, I, again, this is uncharted territory. I just don't want, as funny as it would be to have somebody have to go through a DUI checkpoint live on the voluntary reaction, I, I, I just. I can't in good conscience let this continue. Jake, you got to get home, man. You, what are you yeah, doing? You guys, you guys really need to pull off, man. What, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? I mean, this is the second time this season we have had to demand that one of our speakers not drink and drive. What the hell, guys? I mean, I love everybody in here. I love all of you, but what are we doing? What are we doing? We can't be breaking the law. You realize that there's like liability concerns and stuff like that. I mean, come on. Totally unsafe. Corn pop. Can you believe some of these amateurs? You there guys? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, man. Uh, hey bro, get off my fucking streets drinking and driving you motherfucker. <laughs> Talk sucker. Oh, whoa. Yeah, man. I, I, listen, man. That, no, that ain't fucking that ain't cool. Ain't nothing fucking cool, but I'm glad you got rid of him, Russ. Fuck that shit. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Let's try and uh, everybody behave themselves. I know we're drinking from the keg of glory, but we're doing it at home. And if we got to go somewhere, we're calling an Uber. Thank you. I'm sorry, guys. That, that hits too close to home for me. Fuck that guy, man. Get him off the fucking road. Hope he does go to jail. Um, Hey, um, Davey, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Davey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, thank you for, uh, letting old boy go, man. I, one of the things uh, I have very few critiques about the drive, my boy, Russ and bear, man, they're entertaining as hell, but if there's one thing I would correct or I change is let those morons go on and on and on. The longer they talk, the stupider they sound. Yeah, I, I, I was, it, it was one of those things. I, I don't know if he accidentally like disconnected then tried to get back in while we had another caller on, but it's, it's, I, I think it's, it, it makes for some good content. He's, I knew where he was going to eventually keep going with it, but mm -hmm. he, um, he, he tries to do that a lot, but he's, he's, uh, he's funny, a funny dude around it. 
He is funny. And, and and you know what? We're just two different sides of the coin. We do the same shit. <laughs> you know, we do the same shit on there. You know, when when we're on the other side of this shit, it, we, we, we play the same role, man. It's funny, but um, I just have always found that stuff entertaining, man. I, um, I think sometimes being, you know, being flushed is hilarious. It gets you, it gets you a good following on, uh, people tend to, uh, I don't know. They respect being flushed. I don't know. That's, that's funny, but I'm glad y'all let him go on a little bit. Um, yeah, man. Um, this, this is something about this squad, man. They just, <laughs> They just don't. They don't. They don't buckle to any pressure. I mean, they just. They just play their game. Well, you know, really didn't have a good game tonight. Huh, I mean, they, compared to what right. we've seen this team do. But that's you're what right. you need. I mean, you, you like you have several guys that just aren't playing their best, but do enough to to scrape by. Like we, not exactly had that in the past, and so that's why you continue to look at this team and why you think this is. The best chance Rick Barnes probably has to make a Final Four when you just look at this roster from top to bottom. Yeah, and what's crazy is we, you know, we're not even getting a C minus Vescovi. Uh, defensively, he's he's done well. It's just the, the offense, like it's just weird seeing the flash that he used to have and yeah. what we're watching now. That's I, I I would guess be my biggest question mark is to, and, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's like oh Rick Barnes coached it out of him. I know that was kind of like a sticking point there for a while but i mean you can just see some of the savvy moves he makes defensively where it's it's still yeah. in points a, a, a game and he had a great still and i think we at one point we ended up turning it over before we could even get it back to half court and they ended up getting a basket i can't remember if it was a three or if it was an and one but it's i mean defensively he's making the right plays like he's he's looked great there so it's just that's my biggest thing right now it's just you can tell dealing with the fouls can Rick Barnes continue to shuffle this this lineup around at times and we just are able to continue to get some points but also just have that defensive efficiency stay where it's been? But, I mean, tonight I thought they did a good job with no one really just firing on all cylinders. Who's your better on-ball defender, Viscovi or James? Mayshack. Mayshack, yeah. It's well, a good it's one. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely Mayshack. But I guess between those two, I think the numbers would suggest Josiah – but again, I mean, they're just kind of different positions, so it's yeah. Mayshek seems to be the best at keeping you know elite guards from getting by him. He can keep his whatever they call it, his, his shoulder square, his hip square. He doesn't. I mean, he's he's the most athletic at all those guys. And just a quick correction from earlier: Arizona lost as a. Two seed to fifteen seed Princeton last year in the tournament. Yeah, of course they did. I had them winning the whole thing. Um, so, so um, uh, I might have been a little hard on a previous caller, man. We were all young once. I just uh, don't be stupid, man. You can throw your life away doing that shit. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, uh, Barnes been here ten years. You say, Russ? Yeah, yeah. I believe this is his ninth season. Nine season, would uh, you say this is probably his best defensive squad you've seen so far? Uh, probably not. I mean, they're like the the analytics. I mean, they were the number one defensive team in the country. I think the past two seasons, and we've dropped off to like five or six now. I think, but um, this is pretty. I mean, we're we're pretty good when we want to be. It just seems like we're playing a lot more ranked teams this year for some reason. Maybe it's maybe it's just recency. Yeah. 
Um, and there's something about the Adu factor of having that rim protector, man. When you got that seven footer back there with the long arms, I mean, it just makes everything easier, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's used to hear the saying like, "I don't necessarily need a shot blocker; I just need somebody to alter the shot." And, I mean, yeah. Stop at that. Change the trajectory on it. Well, watch yeah. just the number of times you know Sears did it a dozen times tonight. It happens every game, and we're like. Point guards will they'll get a blow by, you know, guards will get a blow by, but they're just hesitant. And, you know, they'll drive the baseline and then take it back out just because they know he's lurking out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's um, people that have played the game notice that, Russ. And it's uh, it really messes up a, dri- uh, a dribble drive team. Team like you say, Alabama either wants to shoot the three or get to the lip. Um, it messes up their flow for sure. Um, well, I'm just, it's just, you know, this is game two of the four game gauntlet at the end. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys said it, it, the way it worked out today is if we handle South Carolina, we're regular season champs. Yes, because we're two games up on Bama and Auburn now with head to head wins. And then South Carolina is one game behind us. So if we win that, we're two games ahead of them. And the Kentucky game is irrelevant at that point. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, like I've always tried to say, I'm a facts guy, and if I'm if I'm gonna be one, I mean, it's a, uh, it's hard not to appreciate this, man. I, I and I do, uh, man. Being good in basketball is always something. It's kind of like when we were, you know, we really we really failed upwards in our three hires. You know, we 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 went and scraped off Barnes from the just fired pile, and here we are doing what we're doing under him. I know, dog. It's exciting, isn't it? Um. Well, you and, know, you're right. I mean, like nobody wanted Heupel. Uh, nobody knew who Vitello you, was. And they're three studs. Just killing it right now. Thanks, uh, Jamie. Appreciate you, my friend. Good hearing from you here tonight. Uh, Bear, Davey, any thoughts on Jamie's call? Uh, it was pretty good for Jamie. Pretty good. Pretty solid. Came in hot. So. I thought it was pretty measured. I'll tell you something else we we finally started doing it i was complaining about it early in the season complained about it you know last year and um we're attacking the rim duncan yeah i mean one guy we haven't talked about at all today because uh we had to get him out of there because he was just shooting too much and it wasn't happening but Ganey, when we were going through all the crazy foul trouble in the first half was like he kept it close (laughs) well kept it close we were up by 10 points yeah. For, for most of that, and he's just relentlessly driving to the to the bucket, and he, he made a couple of layups, made some free throws, uh, couldn't buy a bucket from downtown, but... I think all nine of his points came in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, didn't play much in the second half. I, I think we were all ready to... He played, he played a minute, and I think we were all ready to strangle him after he missed about his fifth field goal attempt, and yeah. thankfully got him out of there. When he's, when he's off, he's off. When he's on, he's on. So he's uh, somebody posted that he's what the most terrifying uh, player for both teams. I mean, I, I, I'm just glad that Barnes managed it because I mean, he was, I thought he was very good in the first half. And then the second half, I mean, I, I will give him this. He is confident. I wish, I wish Santi Vescovi would shoot the ball with the confidence that Justin Ganey shoots it with. Okay, let me ask you guys this, because I he I watched it. We've watched it forever now. 
the, the whole pump fake thing he does where he'll he'll get a guy flying past him and he'll, if he'll just stop and shoot. Yeah. It's like he's stuck on this deal where he just he gets him to fly over him and then he he dribbles in halfway to the goal and then he dishes it. Yeah, it's like I mean, some kind of like I don't know. It's fun to watch when it works. He did, you know, pump fake and then sidestep and shoot a couple of times tonight, but there was also one early in the second half where he pump faked, drove baseline, shot a mid-range shot that wasn't even close, and it's just like, oh, man, those are just turnovers. Yeah, and then again, it wasn't him that dished it to Triple J for that corner three in the first half? Is that the first half? I mean, he ended with – well, he actually ended with two assists. I thought he had more for whatever reason. I thought Santi played very well tonight. I I thought it was – I thought game. they all did. I thought everybody that played. I mean, you could say, I mean, Awaka had, uh, Awaka very quietly had a, well, even when I, he wasn't getting ready, you know, there was one sequence where he, he popped the ball back up and it ended up out on top. It was late and Sakai ended up. Oh, with that re, that scramble rebound. Yeah. That yeah. Was, that was, that was all play. Awaka, man. Here, I guess now that I've, I've kind of had some time to think about it, I wouldn't necessarily say we had a lot of guys play good. But we just didn't have anybody that did anything so detrimental that it was too it, it, it hurt the team at the end of the day. No. If I mean, I know you're kind of just talking about Ganey there and shooting some of those threes, but I mean I would say for his first half performance, that did enough yeah. to where you were able to get that lead. And so since I think what we had four guys that met the criteria for two plus fouls to where Barnes isn't gonna put them back in in the first half. And and with that being the case. I felt, even though we didn't necessarily get the play we would typically get out of our big man, once that second half started, I was just like, I feel confident we'll find a way to win this game. Um, No, I I thought it was a great all-around effort. I was really concerned that after an emotional, hard-fought win over Auburn that, you know, it was just not enough time for too quick a turnaround to go into, you knew it was going to be all jacked up with game day and everything. Like, I just... I kind of thought we were going to lose tonight, if, if I'm being honest. And, you know, those are the best ones to win is when you don't really expect to. When did you start uh, feeling comfortable? Oh, I mean, immediately. Like, I, I, I felt comfortable in the first half. You know, when we, we were up 10, they came back, then we pumped it back up to 10. Like, I, I felt good at half. Um, down three at the under eight mark. Um, I, I felt good. Like that, that's all you want is to be in those games. Let's talk to Sperry Bonds next. What's up, fellas? Um, you know, from Valley to Dothan, from Tuscaloosa, Opelika, and of course Tuscaloosa, and of course, you know, Gordo. I hate the whole state of Alabama. I was worried. I was very worried. You know, going on the road again. You know, like you just said after Auburn, I didn't know if we'd have a center. You know, we started shaking on the road, but this was one of the few. Road games this year that we weren't super shaky, and I believe the whole time, you know, Pastor Rick had us, and he made all the right decisions to help us get it done. So, like this season, like y'all said, I do think this is the most talented team I've ever seen us have. And even when DK wasn't on, we were able to do stuff that you know showed that we weren't a one man team, and that this team has their identity is 
being gritty and winning. And when we can blow people out, that's fun. But also just like whooping their butt for no reason. So it's always great to beat Alabama in any sport. Um, I wish them the least amount of success of anyone in the world. And um, thanks for having me, boys. Thank you. Here, here. Well said. Uh, Sperry Bonds checking in here this evening. Let's get Joshy Boy in here next. What's up, Joshy Boy? What's up, guys? Joshy Boy, you're not drunk driving, are you? No, I'm not. I'm home. Excellent. We're off to a good start. Yeah, we are, Russ. <laughs> so, uh, do you want the rip of uh, Rico now, or do you want it from uh, out the door when I leave? I'm going to rip on him. Out the door. Thank you, Bear. So, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I know we won 81-74, but they shot 38%, and we shot uh, 36%. It was a win, though. I'll take the win, though. They shot 2% better than we did. Thoughts? Um, yeah, there's one point where they were, like, up near 48%. Or they they were, I won't say torching us, but you they were playing pretty well. And we locked them down. I mean, they missed. Uh, we, we just made them miss shots. They, Josh, boy, they were they were seven of twenty from three at the end of the first half. Yeah, yeah they were. Are, yeah, it was pretty so bad. What Davey. did that leave them for the second half, Davo? Uh, yeah, it, they were. Let me toggle over real quick. It was bad. Uh, they only were, they were two of seventeen from right. three in the second half. Yeah, Woo. yeah, they ended up in the low twenties, didn't they? They uh, they had they had twelve turner turnovers and we had six. I think uh, that's the difference in the game, don't you think? That was one of them. I mean, definitely. Uh, you know, Vescovy had a had a big one. Uh, Mayshack obviously had that tightrope walk thing he did, and that was a three point swing. Yeah, uh, Josh boy, uh, points off turnovers. Tennessee had seventeen. Alabama had nine. So if you take that eight point difference, there's your game. Been a one-point game. So, uh, how many three-pointers did we make tonight? I know they hit 12, tonight. 12 of 40. Gotcha. And Ziggler, he hit four, didn't he? Four or five? Yeah, he was four or 14. Good. So, uh, what do you guys think about his performance tonight down the stretch against Alabama? He's Who's got that? Ziegler? Veins, man. He's the best point oh. guard in the SEC. Yeah, he's he's our he's uh he's definitely more of an upgrade than Kennedy Chandler a few years ago. He is our uh, you know Connect is our best player, and I think that Josiah is kind of like the team leader, and and Santi is kind of his sidekick. But it's kind of Ziegler's team, right? I mean, he's got the most dog in him. He's the point guard. Like, he's just kind of the heart and soul of the team, which counts for a lot. Right. So, uh, what did you guys think about the Vols' performance on defense tonight in the second half? Because it came up clutch because they only uh, limited Bama 
like uh, towards like 30 or 30 something points in the second half for us. Yeah, they, they had 33 in the second half, which I would imagine is probably the low, if not top three lowest uh, half outputs they've had all season. Right. So, like, uh, you guys were saying if Tennessee wins Wednesday against South Carolina, they pretty much win the SEC regular season, right? Is it yes. we clinch at least a share, or do we win it outright, Davey? We, we clinch at least a share, and we clinch the one seed. Gotcha. So, uh, Davey, question for you. If we do go 2-0 in the final two games, do you think there's a really good chance we get that final one seed in the NCAA tournament? Yes, I, I do. And simply, I mean, it's been a big talking point, but you would finish out with Kentucky winning today, South Carolina winning today. They're going to remain ranked in the top 20. So if you knock knock off both of those two teams, you've won four straight games against top 20 opponents as far as what you're doing in efficiency compared to um, or, or, or what it will be for the net versus strength of schedule for Arizona, which they just – they're not going to be able to play like near as good of teams because the Pac-12 is garbage. The, the numbers should go in your favor to where unless it's like a really, really bad first game in the SEC tournament, I would say one win in the SEC tournament if you win out of the regular season – you should get that final one seed. Yeah, I agree with that, Davey. All right, guys, out the door. I'm going to rip that Rico guy. Rico, I know you have pretty shitty picks at Barstool, but this has to be the ultimate shitty pick. You fading the Vols tonight, big boy. And uh, Megan from Barstool, Rico, she has better picks than you. I'm going to hand my clipboard to Frank the Tank at Barstool, Rico. He's going to take that clipboard, turn that some bitch sideways, and stick it straight up your Bama candy ass. See ya. <laughs> Joshy boy has left the building, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get, let's talk to Joey Yanks. Another uh, first-timer here on the Voluntary Reaction. Joey Yanks, what is going on? Oh, yeah. Hey, big night for the Vols. Big win. I haven't seen you guys this excited since the 12-minute mark in the Elite Eight, where you then scored six points over seven minutes, and Dusty May stuck it up your hick asses. You guys stink. Rick Vaughn stinks. Keep getting excited about regular season games. You're going out in the second round. You're the most overrated team in America. Roll, tie, roll. <laughs> roll tide roll straight down the hole three in a this row this is the year keep telling three yourself this is the year for rick bonds yeah, keep, keep, keep telling yourself like the it's like, like the, the yankees the, like your yankees a has been a has been franchise your time is over joey yanks your baseball team sucks your basketball team sucks Nick Saban is retired. Your football team's going to suck. You're going to run about five coaches through there over the next 20 years. And you're out of here, little man. Hit the bricks. Joey Yanks. He ought to get off here and, and, and go get his mom. He might not recognize her. We shaved her back, Joey. More like Joey Spanks. Go home and get your tissue box there, Sonny. This guy. 
Anthony, the the Yankee Bama fans are very upset tonight. They are not handling this well. What are you Anthony, pick up, man. What are you doing? Can you hear me, guys? Not very well. Are you on a Bluetooth device of some sort? No, I'm not. You mean that? There go out, you go. go you were. Better. You were. You're That's not better. fooling me, Anthony. <laughs> I know what you were doing. You sound good now, though. Go ahead. Hey, Joey Yanks can yank on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not going well for our uh, our barstool friends tonight. 2-0 and versus his bam. Oh, no. What, 28 point win, 28 points, dominated them. Would y'all, would y'all think, would y'all agree this was the biggest win of the year? Anthony, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you aside for a minute, buddy. You're in a bad cell or something. Well, just mute his mic for a second here. But I think I did hear maybe his last comment. Do we agree this is the biggest win of the year so far? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I would say so, just simply with it being on the road. And they're a better team than Kentucky. This was uh, – I mean, the Auburn game was, was huge, but that was a home game, I think just from the standpoint of the people um, with the tournament and the national media, I think they had kind of, everybody had kind of been, had this one marked uh, to watch and to see how Tennessee would play true, true road game, hostile environment with a lot on the line in a high pressure situation. And they went out and, you know, like you were talking about, we just, Keep grinding. We grinded them down tonight down there and grinded out a win. Didn't Alabama get absolutely booty blasted at Kentucky? Yeah, they did. They I got, yeah, they they got had booty a, blasted. They had 100 with like eight minutes left to go. Auburn's the, That Auburn team's a lot better than Alabama. Well, I think, I, personally, I, mean, I think South Carolina is. I, yeah, I think us and South Carolina are the two best teams, and hell, we're, we're going to have to go in there at least to win the championship. Who is their third loss in conference? Who, South Carolina? No, we lost to South Carolina and oh, South Carolina and Mississippi State. Yeah, we lost the hump. Yeah, that's the one. We'd have it wrapped up now. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we definitely we what would have clinched a share. Oh, l- losing at home irks me. That South Carolina loss at home irks me. But we got a chance to make it right. The A and M one kind of woke us up, snapped us out of you know we hadn't been, you know, that was the one. Let's get Logan in here next. What's up, Logan? Guys, I, I had some uh, well-thought-out, articulate remarks to make, but between Rico, Joey Yanks, uh, the drunk driver, I just uh, kind of lost my train of thought here. <laughs> it's been an interesting program tonight. I will be, this feels like old-school voluntary reaction, like back in the day. We're turning back the clock, boys. It's been a great listen, I'll tell you that. Um 
So the I think the defense tonight was uh was what took the game for us between Mayshack and Santee. We we had uh six turnovers to their twelve. We held them to twenty three percent from the three point line and that that was what made the difference. It it was a great game, great win for the boys. Really fun to watch. No doubt. Two great teams going at it. And as much headline, you know, our offense will get the headlines. Connect will get the headlines. It was a great offensive performance by Ziegler, Vescovy, Triple J pitching in, everybody who pitched in. But this program will always be built on defense. That will always be the foundation as long as Rick Barnes is the coach here. And that is, you know, what won it for us. I feel like down the stretch is just getting all those stops. And, uh, you know, they, they just could not make a field goal the last eight minutes or so of the game. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like the game really turned on that, uh, on that Mayshack still. Yeah. Where, uh, where they dished it, to uh, a and he got the and one right there at the basket. And that, that was what, from that point on, I was, I was pretty confident. We, we had the game locked up, but man, what a, uh, what a exciting performance this i'm gonna have to get my heart meds for uh the last couple of games of the season because it's we're right on the edge that was a that was a huge play and that was uh an elite elite play out of ziegler that was right after he made the three wasn't it mayshack made his second three which we haven't talked about he made two threes tonight huge buckets he makes the three and then he goes and steals that pass and then Ziegler very patiently feeds it to a trailing Adu, who, like, I mean, how the hell did Adu make that shot? <laughs> Adu made two just ugly and then he shots made the, today. The and, one and in the first he, half. And then he made the, he made the free throw. Man, he's got a weird yeah. touch that, you know, he's got a – he's making a lot of those shots around the rim. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like a tough night for Adu. I mean, it, it felt like a tough night for the whole team. Call back to – uh something old dookie dave said at the beginning of the show we we seemed like we were the better team all night but you know missing wide open threes is uh is gonna make the game close so you know i thought i thought it was pretty funny when uh jay bias was uh talking about alabama's defense when we have these wide open threes that we're just somehow not making so I don't know. There were there were a lot of frustrating points of the game, but uh, for the most part, just happy for the win. Here, here. Well said, Logan. Anything else, my friend? That's all, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. You too, Logan. Breaking it down to levels beyond scientific with us this evening. Let's see if we can't keep things rolling here. James is next. What's up, James? What's happening? Just basking in the afterglow of another keg of glory victory. Well, look, I got my own little scorecard. Um, I know basketball is, uh, you know, second nature to a lot of the listeners, a lot of the protocol. But uh, Triple J um, was my MVP of the night. It's understandable, man. 27 for uh, points, rebounds, and assists. And then coming in second is uh, Zakai with 24. And then tying for third 
is uh, connecting they do. So this is the uh, James T. Benford index right now. Combined, what are, what were points, rebounds, and assists? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I like so that. like connect. You know, connect's gonna do the double team, but Triple J did it, and uh, Zakai. That's one A, one B. That that's where it is with me. I mean, I, I don't know how y'all feel. I mean, who's your MVP of the night? Uh, I, I would go with Ziegler, but it is very close. You can make a compelling argument for Triple J, as you did. Um, I thought Adu was clutch in the second half. I thought Vescovy, I thought this is his best game in a long, long time for in the Orange. Meshack, Ganey, I mean, just so many great contributions. As Davey said earlier, James, I just I, nobody played poorly, man. I thought everybody brought it tonight. Well, you got connect with, you know, he, he, 19 points, rebounds, and assists. But, he, I mean, obviously he's drawing the doubles. Vescovy got 13 out of that. So, I I just I, – I love the way this team is well-rounded. And it's a very good sign going into March with, uh, you know, somebody getting doubled and Triple J can hit a shot. Ziegler hit – that – that first triple from uh, Josiah, I, I I felt like we had it, even though we were down by seven and a half. Or when he is that first one, James, you know it's on. Yeah, I I that I felt it, and I called you a half. I said play the money line is plus one. You did, you yep. did. Great call, yep. man. I hope I hope people took your advice. Well, hey, y'all take care and uh, good luck, man. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. You know who else had a had a great night? It's me. I'm trying to figure out where I'd put it. Uh, this is one of the best games Barnes has coached since he's been here. I, I think he's had a good season, just in terms of managing. And hey, like, give him the credit. Obviously, it's his program, but I think like the staff is gel. You know, Ganey is a pro. Um, Rod Clark was a very young coach, very inexperienced when he got here. I think he's kind of grown into the role over time. And then Polinsky is just, you know, you like, it's a great mix of coaches. You know, you got the young guy, you got the guy in Ganey that's on the verge of becoming a head coach himself, kind of a rising star. And then you've got Polinsky is just kind of, he's the old vet, you know, like he's not going to be a head coach or anything. He's just Solid X's nose, guys. Obviously, an NBA personnel background, knows basketball, and I think they've they've helped him a lot. But yeah, I've, I've noticed that too, Bear. It feels like they've they're managing games better than at any point that they have been since they've been here. And probably a lot of that has to do with they have Dalton Connect. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they've got Connect, but I mean even you know night like tonight when Alabama did a had a great scout and um, handled him. Uh, you know, between the foul trouble and just managing the lineups and, you know, kind of keeping it, keep, we hung around and hung, Alabama screwed up and let us hang around. And we're a really good basketball team. If you let us hang around, we'll beat you at the end. Let so, us hang around at your peril. Yeah. Because they had a chance in, in a couple of times to really stretch out a lead and probably could have. Could have gotten away with a win tonight, but they couldn't quite land the the kill shot on us. 
Jesse is next. What's up, What's Jesse? Up? What's up, fellas? How are you? Doing great. How are you, man? Doing well. It took forever, but I believe Barry is the one that said it. That is not the best team in the state of Alabama when it comes to the SEC. Oh, no. I've, Lord, I've, no. I've, I said this the other night after the Auburn game, that Auburn was the one game in this entire four-game stretch that I was probably, I'm not going to say concerned, but most anxious about. Because that game going first, we played probably one of the top, I think I looked at it before, I think at halftime. I think Auburn is sort of like us in that we're both in the top five on offense and defense for like team rankings in the league. And what happened in that game? We got we went up, then Gay had a big deficit, and we came back. And even though we were on our home court, Bruce was pressuring the crap out of us nonstop until he made the little kerfuffle with the the zone switch. Same thing happened tonight. Like I loved the the order of these final four games because you know what we get to take to Columbia now is we're fresh off a road game, beating a very highly touted opponent. And like it's just it's it's almost like a, a stepping stone the way these four games were laid out. Like, sure, we went and played Alabama tonight, who has one of the most prolific offenses in the country, but like their defense is what it is. So like I think Bear, you asked Russ earlier tonight, like at what point did you get comfortable, settle in or whatever? And it was like once we once we fell back like that eight to ten point deficit in the second half. That's when, like, my ears perked up to see how we were going to respond. And by golly, we responded perfectly. Like, and it's it's one thing I, I've noticed. Barnes has been telling us what this team is all year without really saying it. And you can tell by his energy and how he acts on the sidelines this year compared to years past. And it's like he knows he he knows just how special this team is and what its potential is. And it's just like, oh, it's like, it's a culmination of everything I feel like he's expected. And it's just amazing to watch. And I tell you one thing tonight <laughs> that gave me, it's like, do y'all remember Steph Curry's run in the tournament? How at one point they just started double and triple teaming him? Like I'm getting ready for that. I, I, I laugh at the idea of, you know, some first round team in the tourney just going like that on Dalton. And it's going to be hysterical. Like, I just – I love oh, this team. Game plan against him tonight when they ran two guys at him in the first half. I, uh, I think that was in the first four minutes or so of the game. That was when Triple J hit his first big three. Yep. And it was like, uh, man, like this is crazy. The uh, Just these junk defenses that they're throwing. And, like, I'm not even – I'm not hating. Like, I probably would do the same thing. You turn on the tape. If Nate Oates turns on the tape Thursday – He's watching that Auburn game, and he's like, "My God, <laughs> we can't just guard this guy with with one guy." They probably, I mean, they did as good a job as anybody has done all season long against Dalton Connect. But uh, <laughs> you know, the other the the other team that did a good job against him was Kentucky, and in both of those games on the road, um, the rest of the guys were able to step up. Yeah, and it's honestly the and tonight for me. This was a sort of like a, uh, I don't want to say career defining, but specific specifically for Josiah and Santi, because their performance tonight was a staple of like a full rubber stamp 
of what a culmination of like their development has been in their time here at Tennessee. Like Santi's, I mean, he, he, I think, I don't know how long the stretch was, but I feel like he got the bulk of his steals like in a three or four minute time span, it seems like. And he was just picking people's pockets. It was amazing. And then, and then Josiah was forced to play the five. Like, my goodness. Yeah, these two guys, they'll go down. They're, I mean, they're, you know, when they leave here, they're, they're going to, they'll go down as legends here. I mean, I mean, heck, Santi may just go down the bench and start working after his last game as a player. Santiago Vescovi, head coach, Tennessee. But I'm here for, for it. Yeah. Well, coach in my- waiting. Let's go ahead and name him right now. Coach in waiting. Santi uh, Barnes is going to coach another 10 years, but I'm, I'm here for old man Vescovi. You know, he's completely he's, insane South he's American. Stopped, yeah. He, he stopped. He stopped taking care of himself. He's got a little paunch, a little belly hanging over the beautiful hair. Like the, the line starts receding. I mean, I'm here for fat, balding Vescovi coaching the balls. Russ, and I'll, I'll leave you guys with this, but y'all better hope Richard Dale Barnes doesn't hear the replay of this podcast tonight or else he's going to be expecting a lot. He's going to be disappointed because he's going to be expecting to, if he hears all this, to see a lot of people on the front pew next, next to him tomorrow. My goodness. Oh, it, it has been a sinful voluntary reaction tonight. Some of first, y'all need to, some of y'all need to get in bed so you can get your ass to church in the morning, man. The the first thing I thought of, you remember the scene in the Big Lebowski after he leaves the doctor's office and he's um got uh what is it? Creates Clearwater Revival going yeah. banging and then he just stumbles. Out my oh. back door. Yeah. Well, y'all have a good one. Also it's amazing that Filipowski played two games in a row going all out. <laughs> it's a miracle. Thank you, Jesse. Appreciate it. He dropped 21 today. Didn't even play the final 10 minutes. I mean, that's, that's gutty to go out there on one leg like that. They, uh, after, um, I mean, they're soft, Davey. They're soft. Duke jumped in front of Alabama. Kim Palm rating. The, 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 the Mark, Whoever that fucker's name is, soft or you know, Mark Mitchell. Mark Mitchell couldn't play in a Sweet Sixteen game. He's, he had a little boo boo. Your team's soft, man. They're not as physical as Tennessee. I'm not going to argue that. They aren't as as physical as the Girl Scout troop. I get the cookies from. Are those cookies you out done? Yet? They're out. You done, or you got more comments you want to make about Duke? I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay off of that conversation so we can stick to Tennessee basketball. But if I mean, if you want to go down that road, I... he's trying to be nice, Bear. Why do you have to keep bringing that up? That last caller brought it up. I get riled up. Sorry, Dave. Did you guys Roberto. see Alabama practicing the court storming? I did. Uh, I, I hope somebody played that for the boys before. I mean, how disrespectful. Well, you know what they did, Russ? They tempted the. Uh, yep. The wrath of the whatever high atop the thing. Yeah. Rookie move. Golly. Roberto, jump in here. 
What's up, Russ? What's up, guys? Good evening. Thanks for being there. You know, the thing I take away the most from tonight is how excited I am about this team's prospects in March because our best player played pretty bad. And we beat a really, really good basketball team on their home court where they do not lose. Yeah. No, I mean, they. I think they lost once. It's not, they, they lost to the two orange teams, Clemson and Tennessee, the only teams to go in there and beat them. Orange team bad. Um, I, I, I'm now officially worried about the South Carolina game. They have it. They have a ton to play for. I didn't really, I thought they were too, not, they're a half a game behind us, I guess, with the loss, but I thought they were two full games behind us. I guess I haven't been paying attention guys, South Carolina, if they beat us, they're going 26 and five and winning the SEC championship. That's wild. That dude can flat coach. Well, we'd likely get a share of it, but they would have the higher seats since they swept us. Well, they would. I mean, they do shares even if you sweep. Yeah. We shared it with Georgia, and we had the one. That's the dumbest bullshit back. I've ever heard. Can we all be grown-ups? Jesus. All right. <laughs> well, um, so, uh, you know, the, the only other thing to me tonight, the, the Tennessee, it seemed like they did well, is – in the ball movement and the rotation in their offense, they were all actually with, with, with the exception of a couple of times from triple J, they were all actually looking to shoot if the ball landed in their hands. Did you guys notice that as opposed to just being super passive, they were actually taking shots when the ball hit their hands and they were open. Anybody else notice that? Yeah. I mean, we were very aggressive offensively. There were, you know, I didn't say making, I said taking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And even like uh, the the end of the first half when we were in all that foul trouble, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, we're just going to pound the ball and try and run out the clock here. And I mean, we were we were going after him with like Estrella and Ganey on the floor. Yeah, Ganey was so effective in that first half. I mean, the the, the less threes he's shooting lately, the better he's playing. I like him when he's driving the basket and almost playing like a secondary secondary point guard for us. Um, but man, he, and, and shooting free throws, attacking and getting fouled. He's a great free throw shooter and he's, he's actually gotten a little bit better on defense. Um, I loved watching Meshack tonight. That's why people like me have been screaming. He needs more time defensively. He is amazing, but he's also got a pretty decent stroke and he works pretty hard at it. I think he had four assists tonight and he just had a really good game. Everybody picked up the slack when, DK wasn't having his game, and it was just great to see that. That has to encourage you as a Tennessee fan on your prospects going to the tournament. How well-rounded we played tonight against what's going to what's going to amount to probably be a three or four seed in the NCAA tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they're as much grief as we give them because it's Alabama and we hate them, and and Nate Oates because he's got a punchable face. I mean. You he saw does. the thing, like, since 2019 when he got there, I mean, they've won more SEC games than any, any other program. The Duke can flat-out coach. You know who they haven't? You know who they don't have a winning record uh, against I mean, since he got yeah, there? Yeah, we beat three in a row now, so. They were three and – he's three and four against the University of Tennessee. He had a streak of his own, but uh, – the other thing, can I just bitch about one quick thing in the uh, – yeah, Billis sucks. We know that. He's a dookie. We know that. You know, he hates Tennessee. We know that. That's fine. Whatever. The Nate 
Oates reaction cam made me want to throw my remote through my television. How does he get away with reacting the same way to officials every time? Uh, it, it, I think I think his like surprise face is more uh, disrespectful to the officials than just dog cussing them. They're used to that. That's that's standing them up. You know what I mean? Maybe they know something, so they cut him some slack. I don't know what that means. My, yeah, I'm slow. Up sleeping with the fishes. Oh, I see. Does wear those jackets. All right. Well, anyways, guys, I, I appreciate your time and thanks for letting me get in here late. It was just such a, a team win, which maybe we haven't really, I feel like we haven't seen like a full team. Everybody chips in. You you play kind of bad, but everybody plays just good enough to beat a really good team. I don't know if we've seen that this year. So that was nice. Very nice. Roberto, thank you, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful evening. A complete team win for the Big Orange. Did anybody watch uh, South Carolina and Florida today? Yeah. Florida was uh, controlling their game there. Florida is like, uh, they're playing much better. Can't get over the hump, though. Uh, Basically, they dominated their game at Alabama this week. Couldn't finish. Uh, Dominated the first 30 minutes today at South Carolina. Couldn't finish. Lamont Paris... Uh, goes to some kind of one-three-one zone with a big tall guy up top, and like Florida just could not function offensively at the end of that game. So uh, it, was, it was a packed house. I mean, uh, they they call it the cockpit. Is that's their student section? The cockpit. The cock cockpit. Cockpit. You think the, you think he's crazy enough to get in that's some ass zone like that against us? Well, I mean, I didn't think Todd Golden did a very good job against it because the middle was open. Like, what do we, whenever somebody does go zone against us, we always flash, usually a triple J, right at the free throw line, throw it to him, and then a quick pass out for, for a three or a drive. And Florida never did that, and it was open. So, I mean, I, I'm i sure if, if we're torching them, they'll start man-to-man. If we start torching them, they'll – uh, try something else, I would imagine. Yeah. The big thing with Florida is is they just they haven't – they're a really good team. They just haven't figured out how to win yet, that that whole deal. Um, but they, they should have beaten Alabama and, and, uh, and South Carolina. I don't know. South Carolina is a really good team, man. I'm just glad they have the, you know, I, I I would imagine they will take tomorrow off NCAA mandates. You have to take at least one full day off. So I'd imagine that would be tomorrow. Travel in, get a little bit rest, and then <clears throat> get your game plan in Monday and be ready to go to war. What do they do? Practice on Tuesday and then travel down there Wednesday? No, they'll travel Tuesday. I don't, I don't think anybody travels the day of a game. Huh. Yeah, I guess you're right. But championship matchup. I, I bet you the folks who come up with the SEC schedule down in Birmingham weren't thinking that when they put Tennessee at South Carolina the last Wednesday of the regular season. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, because I mean, hell, South Carolina's picked to finish dead last. I will say one thing, jumping off something Roberto said, you know, there is something to be said for, uh, you know, you can go postal like Barnes and some of these other, or Pearl, and some you'll see these coaches just go at the refs. And Barnes, it always seems like he's explaining the rules of basketball to yeah. them. And then uh, Bias uh, by said tonight, or it was one of the guys did, it was one of the few things that kind of, it perked my ears up that they thought that Barnes had, when he met with the referees before the game, that he had, you know, brought it to their attention how Alabama was setting. And they called him on a bunch of them the first half. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I did not hear that. Yeah. they Uh, Yeah, the moving screens. Yeah, the moving screens. And, you know, Barnes is slick like that. Like, he'll, you know. And then it got him into foul trouble. Because they're, I mean, they're every, Alabama's every bit as physical as we are. And they're just pretty much pushing and shoving and, uh, but yeah, something to be said for that. I mean, if you, if you want to get nuts and, and roll up your sleeves and get down and dirty, then like Rick Barnes is your huckleberry. We'll never shy away from a fight. No. We might shoot. 25% from the field and get beat by 15, but we're not going to get big boyed. No. And it's funny because it was, uh, it was at Alabama several years ago. You remember that? Was that the 20 season or 21, 20, 20, 20, 21 season where they kind of punked us out down there. Well, they got, I think they got us pretty good up here yeah, during it was, it was the up COVID here. Was year. The, yeah, that was the one that kind of John Petty and those guys took it to us. He went on like a uh, high speed chase and flame out. Did you see that a couple of last week or the week before? No, what happened? Petty went on like a high speed chase, drunk and high speed chase through uh, Madison County, Alabama. It's up around Huntsville. It doesn't sound like a NATO's player to make a bad multiple, life decision. Multiple charges, including a felony. I, for one, am shocked. That, it made for a hell of a mugshot. Anthony. I, I always kind of like Patty. Jump in here, Anthony. Fellas, yeah. what a win tonight. I mean, like earlier this week, you know, you heard a bunch of Auburn fans like, oh, the only reason that you won is because of DK. Like, if you don't have his 39 points, you don't stand a chance. And we come out tonight, and God love him. They had a great game plan. They they were able to hold him to still double digits, what, 13, 14 points. But everybody else showed up in a big, massive way. I think that this is the most composed team that Rick Barnes has like ever had. I I feel like he's hung his hat on defense for so long, but we've just never been able to score when we've put the defense out there. And finally we've been able to withstand like these big body blows like we did tonight, like big runs from Alabama and we continue to step in and we play defense and we come back out, and we scratch, and we claw. And, man, it just 
fuck Alabama, guys. It just feels good <laughs> to fucking continue to beat their ass in just about every sport. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys for all you do. That's, that's all I got. I'm out. Love you guys. Thank you, Anthony. Well said, my friend. Appreciate the kind words. Let's get Matthew in here next. Matthew, you're on the voluntary reaction post-game extravaganza. Matty Ice, jump in here. Boys, three things in life are inevitable. Death, taxes, and showing those cousin fuckers the 50 states and bending them over and showing them who daddy is every fucking day. They are not going to handle this new world order in football well, I'm afraid. I mean, we (laughs) took their linebackers coach from them. Um, They're out there uh, frolicking in their off-season training videos. They're they're prancing. I, I don't know what that is, but I have a feeling that reality is about to come crashing down on them hard. Uh, if they win eight games in football this year, their athletic director is on the hot seat. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, I think it's kind of convinced me that Rick Barnes listens to this show because I thought the last time you and I talked, Russell, Bear, and Davey, um, I had asked, like, why isn't Meshack getting minutes tonight? And tonight, I think he got, what, almost close to 30 minutes, and Ganey got 11. Now, Ganey, unfortunately, got in the Rick Barnes doghouse that we're all very aware of, and for good reason. I mean, he just, for whatever reason as you mentioned, Russell has the confidence of LeBron James at this point and just, just, just gets the green light. But uh, for whatever reason, we just continue to fight through it. Uh, I really want to give a shout out into a guy that I think doesn't get enough credit. And that's uh, Santiago Vescovi. You know, I know he has not been the guy that, you know, we all, Grew up loving. I know he has not been the scorer that we used to see, but for whatever reason, he continues to be so much more than a scorer. And I know that many callers have referenced the uh, the Billy Stats picture that he shared, but uh, that that kid, man, I mean, he is a special player. The fact that he got those two steals right there and he's continued to just fight through it and whatever he's battling, just kudos to him. I mean, he's just – I know he's been here a very long time, but uh, what a special player he's been for us. I really do think that, you know, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, no matter what happens here in March, uh, we're going to look back on this team and we're going to remember this team as being one of the good ones that Rick Barnes coached. All depends on what happens in the NCAA tournament, but the early returns are good. The vibes are high. And let's go win this SEC championship Wednesday. You know, what's crazy about Santi, I'm pulling up all his stats as far as across the five years he's played here. Um, from within the three-point range, so all his twos, he's actually shooting 50% on the season, which is his highest during his career here. David, you'll love this. He's actually shooting, Billy and I were talking about tonight, he's shooting 38% from deep in conference play this year. That's 20th best. Yeah, he's, uh, right now I think his his field goal percentage for just this season is the exact same as last season. Yeah, he's just his he's his attempts are almost cut in half. 
uh, here's the here's the question. I'll, I'll really just I'll hang up with this thought. You know, Dalton Connect is arguably our best player. Not even arguably, he is our best player. But this game uh, similarly reminded me a little bit of the Alabama game where Dalton Connect. You know, he didn't have the flashy stat line. He had 16 points, and I think in this game he had 13. Um, it's easy to say that, you know, you wish this team was well-balanced offensively across the board. You know, you wish that the Sakai Ziegler would get 18 points every night. You wish that, you know, Jonas Haydew would get 14 and 15 every night. But at the end of the day, I still want to ask this question. I'll hang up with this thought. You know, when this game, when Dalton Connect gets in foul trouble or isn't having the game that he's having, like, I'll ask you all this question. Who do you turn to as that secondary scorer? And, like, like, is it through Zakai? Is it through, you know, Jones do, Or is it just matchup dependent? And I'll It's like, really okay. dependent on the night. But yeah. If you look at the numbers, they've tried to make that guy be Adu, um, as far as, like, just shots uh, on the season. But different times. And, again, like, I don't know if that's – going back earlier, I mean, tonight it was obviously – Zakai and had he been fully healthy at the beginning of the season, had a full off season workout is, is the game plan probably shifted a little bit there earlier in the season. I don't really know, but if, if a like going at full speed and having a good night, he, he should be your number two option just simply because what he can do in the paint. And if they're having to crash down and he's able to dish out and you have other guys being able to actually hit from deep, that's just opening so many more options for the team. But I, I would say it's really matchup dependent, but I would have Adu be number two if you made me pick. Good stuff, Matthew. Anything else, man? No, sir. Y'all be safe tonight. As always, boys, go balls. Take care. Appreciate you, Matthew. Ty Spray, our next speaker. What's up, Ty? Jump in here, man. Ty, you there? Turn your mic on, brother. Ty Spray. Yeah, I really hope that Rico has his alarm set for his anger management class in the morning, that psychotic Yankee fuck. Um, and uh, Joey Yank, you can come yank on this worm. Uh, go Vols, and good night. Thank you, Ty. Short and sweet. My man waited a while. He, he needed to get that off his chest before he could go to bed. Sometimes it bees that way. Sometimes you just like, I, I can't go, can't go to sleep until I let these folks know how I feel. I get that. Zach is next. What's up, Zach? Yes, my brothers. How are we doing? Doing well. We sipped uh, the keg of glory. Beautiful. Uh, it's a great night here in the uh, city of Elizabeth and we were celebrating until uh, the stroke of midnight. There's a thin and line stopped? between. Huh? And you stopped? No, they stopped selling ago? alcohol. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and we got it, though. We got that. We got all kinds of stuff. You're not dealing but, with an uh, amateur here, Davey. Yeah. Yeah, it's a professional. I know where he's going with it, though. Yeah, I'm, we're professionals. Hey, uh, I just got an <laughs> alert. Fanatics, uh, Fanatics has the uh, back-to-back Alabama state champs. 
champions t-shirts for sale um those are 7.99 so alabama fans can afford them too just in case they need a shirt thank you for the <clears throat> public service announcement yes um i i'm i'm uh i'm over the moon tonight uh I, uh, there's another show I listen to and I, sometimes I'll call in and I always like to talk about Meshack points. And I, I always have a feeling like when Meshack is able to get anywhere between seven to 10 points, that means he's been on the floor for the right amount of time. And if he's on the floor, that means he's playing defense and that man, he might as well have a 51 point uh, or 50.1 percent ownership stake in the uh, Alabama men's basketball team because he owns a, he owns their candy asses. Last year, he shut down Brandon the Killer Miller. Tonight, he just did it all, and I love I love what he does. And everybody. Everybody on that team drank from the uh, keg of glory or the ram's horn of uh, furious righteousness, and it was it was a great team effort. And it does yeah, yeah. suck. It does suck that we. I mean, we can enjoy this for the next couple of days, but it does suck that we have to immediately, like the eye of Sauron, focus <laughs> our attention to that shithole Columbia, South Carolina and the Colonial Life Center. And well, you, you don't have to shift immediately, Zach. We we no. can we can enjoy this tomorrow Sunday. Oh, we can yeah. it's the Lord's day. We yeah. can we can bask in it and then <laughs> it's back to work. Yeah, and I want to say to the Yanks guy, I don't know how in the fuck you root for the Yankees in baseball, and then he roots for, I'm assuming, Alabama in like, football and basketball. He's Who's betting on Alabama, basketball Zach. team, the 96 Bulls. Who's his favorite NASCAR driver? Dale Earnhardt from 1999. I mean, what? <laughs> I, those dudes like that, you know, the, the bandwagon guys, I just, I, 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 you know, get out of here with your shit, your jealousness. It's petty. Uh, it's like it's like that John Petty, who I guess he thought he was a, a member of the actual Petty family, speeding around the uh, interstate uh, wherever it was he got uh, pulled over because he was driving like Richard Petty and Adam Petty and Lee Petty. And I uh, did not know about this until one of your callers brought it up earlier. And now I'm taking much delight in that. But I, I just, uh, I'm just doing some uh, some late early morning jubilation. Um, this uh, stair step that we're on, I feel like I, I don't know. Some people said that Auburn was the toughest. I kind of agree. And I think this is obviously the second toughest. And I don't know. Is it possible that the stairs are a are we on a are we on stepping downwards? Because then I don't uh, know, Zach. I hope I, it's, it's too early, man. Like 
this South Carolina team is good. And this Kentucky team, I mean, they're, yeah. they're figuring it out. They can score. I mean, they, yeah. they don't play a lot of defense, but they can they can score with anybody. I think against Kentucky and and against the South Carolina team, I was at the South Carolina game, and uh, I'm going to the Kentucky game, which I can't wait because uh, I'll be be emotional because it'll be Triple J's last time in the building and and Vesco V, and those guys are kind of, if you think about it, those those guys are the last links to the Grant and Admiral teams because I think Grant helped bring Triple J here when he was, you know, kind of over – you know, dying or over. I think Kevin O'Neill actually recruited Triple J. (laughs) From did he start recruiting? He he wanted to follow in Bernard's footsteps. Mm. Zach, uh, we appreciate you, man. Hey, you keep it. Yeah, man. Keep it real. Thank you, Elizabeth, and appreciate you, my man. Oh man, Uh, guys, are we real? Are we going to get this done, man? Are we going to? I mean, when a week ago. Who did we beat uh, A&M last week? Yeah, after getting knocked off by them the first go-around. Yeah. We were talking last week about this four-game stretch. I just I, – I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I was hopeful, and I think we have a good team, but I didn't think that we would be able to run the table and win the league. But now that we've won these first two and we're just one win away – like you can really allow yourself to dream, can't you? Yeah. Are we going to get uh, this done? I mean, sure. like, uh, you should beat South Carolina. You only scored 59 points on them last time by still holding them to 63 points. Nobody outside of Connect really contributed in that game. It, it's a veteran team that knows everything's on the line. It's your next to last regular season game for some of these guys that they'll ever, you know, play at a like a an away game they should know that this is it i mean we held them uh i just saw this from ramey we held them to three of 23 from the field for the final 14 minutes wow well and i feel like the the first south carolina game like they they were upstart at that point but i don't i i don't think our guys, I'm not going to say we weren't taking them seriously, but I don't think they were up for it as if it were a big game. I think they were just thinking, okay, here's this South Carolina team that's had a nice season, but it's still South Carolina. We got to go to Rupp next yeah, game. This is not going to be that. I mean, this is uh, there's a championship on the line. There's a revenge factor. It's going to be a hostile environment. Like, there's no way we don't come out with our best effort. No. Uh-uh. I think so. I hope we get it done, man. I want to go into Kentucky uh, needing a win for the title. Alabama no. plays at Florida on Tuesday, and I know Florida's not been able to close it out lately. But if Florida wins that game and then we beat South Carolina, that will be the regular season championship. Okay. Who has South Carolina got Saturday? They play. It's a good question. Nobody good. I think I looked at it. I don't think it is. Better not say Mizzou. Mississippi State. They're at the hunt. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Chris Jans get his team up for that. Could could get nuts. Could get nuts. 
I don't know. Where are they at right now? Are they were they NIT bound or TJ, I mean, the Kentucky fan, is next. TJ, do you know if Mississippi State is in the NCAA tournament as we stand here tonight? Ooh. I wouldn't imagine so. Unless they, they unless they like win their next two and then I don't know, go go to Saturday in the SEC tournament or even championship Sunday, but I I wouldn't imagine. They had won, I want to say, five or six in a row. Um, and then they've lost two in a row now. So, no, I think they, yeah, they're they eight and eight in the league. I, I would think they need – win over South Carolina would help. And, you know, they've got the turn, SEC tournament. So, I mean, Texas A&M and Ole Miss are both in Lenardi's next four out. I don't see Mississippi State on here, but I got a feeling like they would be close to that. Yeah, you would think so. TJ, a big win for you guys today. Three in a row for the Mildcats. Yeah. um, Davey, this was a while ago um, at the beginning of this podcast, this awesome podcast, that I'm probably going to piss Tennessee fans off uh, for a Kentucky – slack jaw calling in but anyways um you said that you thought this alabama team was better than kentucky did i hear that right or did you misspeak trying to think back i think if this team i would if it came to the sec tournament and i'm betting i would put money on alabama over kentucky and i know what kentucky did to them this this past week or the week before that I just Kentucky's defense is is one of the worst defenses I've seen in the SEC level in a long time so if they have any bad performance offensively they're going to lose oh yeah it's it's atrocious like we've seen it this year like we've lost to Gonzaga we've lost to LSU we've lost to UNCW because our defense is just so bad um you know I think somebody brought it up somebody was shooting 30% from behind the arc on your guys' team. Reeves, Dillingham, and Shepard are all shooting above 45%, I think. Reed Shepard is shooting 52% from the three-point line, which is ridiculous. But it's almost tournament time. You have that one game where you're two for 18. Bye. You're going home. Um, Real quick, you guys are on a roll. You guys are on a run. Um, the chemistry is there. Um, I think Alabama was up six or seven and I just kept telling myself, ah, Tennessee's coming back. They're coming back. Like they're, they're coming back. Um, Kentucky in 2012, the national championship team, the only loss in the regular season was against Indiana. Um, and then they lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC championship game, and everybody says that helped them. Oh, that that helped them, you know. uh, They didn't get too big-headed. They got brought down to earth. Let's just say you win these next two, and then you sweep the SEC tournament. Are you worried that they're going into the NCAA tournament on like an eight- or a ten-game winning streak, and they might get a little too big-headed? No. 
like I, I mean I'm, I'm not going to view it as a oh you got to it's better off you lose one to you know kind of maybe get your mind reset we talked about it before you kind of have to look at this final stretches each weekend or week of games is like you got to go two and oh just like you would in the tournament um i like this is the time you want to be hitting your stride so if you can put together a win streak at this point that's there's no better time to do it i just can't see this bunch you know if we if if that happens and we sweep this week and three in a row and win the sec tournament like once you get to the NCAA tournament, I mean, I think everybody is very much aware that it's losing. You're done. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying that we're just going to run roughshod. I mean, we might lose, but I, I don't think it'll be because we're overlooking anybody. We got too big mature, heads. I would hope. Yeah. Also, plus uh, about half this team has been there, done that. And Kind of, you know, I'm not saying the Kenny Chandler year, but I don't think they really had big heads, but they went home when they knew that they could have been playing on the final weekend. And I'm sure Triple J and Santi and Zakai haven't forgotten that. And Jonas, who else is on that team? It's a veteran team, man. So that's an awesome segue from our next question, Bear. Um, as good as... Oscar Tashiwe was, and as good as uh, Reeves is, they they transferred. They didn't have any NCAA tournament experience before playing at Kentucky. My next question. See where you're going with this. Yep. Yeah, Dal Dalton Connect has not played in the NCAA tournament. Yes, regular season games, regular season Rick Barnes, et cetera, et cetera. Great, great. I'm not comparing him to anybody. He's a great player. Is there a worry that he might try to overdo it in the NCAA tournament? I mean, sure, it's the NCAA yeah. tournament in Tennessee basketball. I'm worried about everything. But, I mean, I the, the thing that you have to be hopeful for if you're a Tennessee fan is what we saw tonight. Is, like, we, we can beat very good teams without Dalton Connect just putting us on his shoulders. So... Hopefully, uh, TJ, was it was it a concern when Anthony Davis had zero experience going into the NCAA tournament? Uh, probably. Or did you just think you got the best player? You're not too worried about it. To be honest with you, I can't think back that far. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I I really didn't. I, that team was full of freshmen, so it, it was kind of like you know the fab five almost like it's, you know, all these kids don't have experience. We had two seniors on the team that came off the bench that year and everybody else was see, uh, yeah. freshmen. Um, but no, I, I kind of feel like Anthony Davis and Don connect are completely different with no disrespect. Uh, Anthony Davis was kind of a freak of nature. He was six, four senior year of high school and then shot up to six eleven over the summer heading to Kentucky. He, he was a point guard. And then they moved them to center. I don't know if you know that or not. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't. There's a lot of similarities. I mean, the reason Dalton Connect didn't go anywhere big is he was 5'11 or 6' foot his senior year in high school. And then he, he whatever he is now, what is he now, 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, but, I mean, he's going to be, if he, he'll, he's, may end up being the first college player drafted. 
Oh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And wow. I, I think he's a great player. Um, I really do. Um, on my way out, how has Tennessee fared this year against small lineups? Uh, the last three games, Calipari has tinkered with his lineups, running a small lineup with four guards and one big. Um, he's got Shepard, Dillingham, Reeves, Thierro, and Big Z out there. Have you guys played? against a smaller lineup this year and how have you guys fared against that because i'm looking forward to that next saturday uh i don't recall facing that many smaller lineups but it wouldn't concern me because if you're doing that then what you're doing is you're having your five best defensers or defenders on the court at once might well minus connect but i mean if if you're doing zakai that's could be triple j and mayshack like that's it's hard to get a better defensive lineup if you're trying to go small ball Gotcha. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I will definitely watch your guys' game before our 9 o'clock game against Vandy, which is probably going to be a snooze fest. I'll try to stay up for that. But uh, can't wait till next Saturday. Y'all have a go, man. Thank you, TJ. Well, we go four guards, and then we'll have the condor there at, you know, guarding the rim. Yeah. He, I mean, he mentioned Big Z there. So if Big Z's there, you're going to have in Tobe or uh, Jonas. Arkansas was up nine at Kentucky today with nine minutes to go and ended up losing. And par for the course this year for him. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it. I never in a million years would have imagined Kentucky wouldn't play defense. And here we are. I mean, it's, it's like NBA all-star game level bad. All right, winding down on the voluntary reaction tonight when Tennessee goes to 14th-ranked Alabama, makes a sandwich in their kitchen and throws the cheese wrapper on the floor. I'm going to bang through a few more of these and then get on up out of here. Special night, though. We'll hang out with you for a little while longer. Matt is up next. What's up, Matt? All right, fellas, so I'm going to kick it off with asking you two questions. So when the Vols won their national championship in the 98 season, where was the title game at? Oh, it was in the desert. Be still, my heart. Okay, so my second question is, where's the final four this year? In the desert. Yes. It's written in the stars, fellas. It is written. It is known. I was uh, I was I was gonna lead off with that and then also say as much as I love the Grant and Admiral team, there were two guys who you could go to when the when when everything was going sideways in games. Those were the two guys you could lean on. I feel like with this team. Everybody steps up. There's no guy who just kind of like ducks their head and shies away from any kind of the pressure, any kind of the big moment. You saw tonight. You had Ganey when we were running. I don't know what that roster was in the first half, but he was driving to the net, getting fouled, getting to the line. You had Meshack step up big with his three. You had Vescovi step up, hit a couple threes. You had Josiah James step up, get a couple threes. And going into tonight, the narrative was it was Dalton Connect and friends. 
And DK had a decent night, but I wouldn't say it was like a national player of the year night. But I think that's what's different about this team. And I'll even say Zakai. Zakai had a great game. Uh, I think we have a complete roster now. It's a deep roster. And I'm optimistic about this team. I know Tennessee has their woes in the Final Four. I know I've heard on this broadcast tonight a little bit of concern about South Carolina. And to be fair, they've had our number in sports over the years. It feels like they're their entire goal is to just anytime we have any momentum as a program, try to torpedo it. But I think this team's built different. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Well, uh, I am perhaps, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. And I am hesitant to tempt the wrath of the whatever high top thing. I mean, it feels like every week we get on here and we get the, this feels different guys. Uh, phone call and, uh, you know, I, I get it, but so much of this is just luck. You know, it's like, whose region are you in? Where are you playing? Who are you playing? Do we run into the FAU or the Loyola Chicago that has just gotten hot at the right time? I don't know, but I like our chances with these guys. This team is deep. Um, they seem to care about it the right way. We saw it tonight. We're a team that when the going gets tough, they don't get the wide eyes. There's not a looking around for somebody else to bail them out. Like you said, everybody steps up and just leans into it and does their thing. So yeah, I, I guess it does feel a little, I don't know if it's different. It just feels a little bit better and better is what you need to increase your chances. I'll say this much. I don't think it's luck that we held Alabama to their two lowest point totals of the entire season, which I think is remarkable no. and a, a real attestant to what Rick Barnes has done with this program is making defense as the epicenter of what he's trying to do because I think he realized somewhere along the line defense is the most critical element to be able to give yourself a chance once you get some shooters in there. And thankfully he struck gold with like a Dalton connect, but other guys are starting to rise up to the task now. And I, I, I do feel differently about this team. And I'll say Russ, I know, I, I know I've listened to the drive for years and called into here for years, but you just gotta, you, you just gotta enjoy the ride. You just gotta love it. You yeah. can't, you can't think about what could happen. You just gotta enjoy it. And tonight was an experience for, all UT fans. It was very cathartic to just yes. to get to walk into the to Coleman Coliseum, as much of a dump as that is, and to get to go in there and get Alabama's best shot with all their best starters, and to just find a way to win. Because I, I I know I I probably felt like you felt like when we were down six seven points that things were turning the wrong way and you know what we found a way to get it done and when i see a team pull out a win like that like a tennessee team which i haven't seen in years past which would have maybe not fought back and won one of these kind of games to do that made me very optimistic about our chances going into into the big dance good stuff matt appreciate you my friend have yourself a wonderful evening as if it's not a wonderful evening already. Guys, I'm watching Lunardi on ESPN right now. Uh, there's no way that's real hair, right? I mean, that's a wig, right? He's wearing a toupee. Probably. Dude, Joey. Oh, yeah. That's a really bad rug. 
Oh, I did want to say, I uh, looked at uh, Jerry Palm. They have Mississippi State as a nine seed. Lunardi looks like uh, George Costanza when he was wearing the toupee. It's not moving at all. It looks like it's made out of plastic. I hate this. And this is what I'm doing with it. Like, you can tell. Like, that's what I, I mean. That, that That's what I would look like if I was that dumb dumb enough to wear a, I mean, that's like roadkill on top of his head. Jesus Christ. Speaking of Seinfeld, let's get Cosmo in here. What's up, Cos? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. How are you, sir? Man, how fun was that tonight? Good grief. So many back and forth. 10-minute runs this way or that way. I mean, 10-point runs this way or that way. Yeah, the, the way this team just does not back down. Doesn't quit. Nope, just hate the cigarettes and food stamps. Don't taste quite so good tonight in the trailer parks in Alabama. Go! I mean, to be fair, they at least don't physically eat the food stamps. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Did you guys see the uh, blizzard and the high winds at Donner Pass, <laughs> the people stranded on the interstate up there? Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, Donner, Donner Pass, Pass, where the Donner Party was in California. Do you think the uh, we have any reports of cannibalism yet? Uh, no, huh? It looked like there there were emergency personnel there on scene. So, I mean, who would have thought at the start of the season the Wednesday game at South Carolina determines whether or not we win the SEC? I know, right? Here we are. Strange things happen in SEC basketball. I mean, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Davey. If we split the next two, we we'd finish with a share. With tonight's win, right? Yeah, yes, but let's say we lose to South Carolina and then beat Kentucky. South Carolina, we'd get the share, but South Carolina would be the one seed. Yeah. Given that they went on Saturday as well. Yeah, I don't want to share it. We've had one of those. I want to win it outright. Wednesday night, Columbia. So even if we lose and we lose, we still split the SEC? Cause they When's the last time we won the regular season? Outright. Outright? Did Bruce ever win it outright? Because Barnes has only gotten a share. Bruce won it. I can't remember if it was, it was outright or not. <laughs> Man, I don't care if we share or not, if we can put the banner up. I do. I don't want to share shit with anybody. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, technically, you, you lose one game and Alabama wins out. You'd share it with them, but you'd just have the tiebreaker over them. Yeah. We need to win it on the court Wednesday night. There technically is a way you have a three-way tie for, or, yeah, three champions. <clears throat> but if we win Wednesday night, we win it outright regardless of Kentucky game, correct? Yes. No. Well, we, we, would, uh, we would at least win a share, and we would have yes. the one seed in the tournament. Yes. I just want to be, I mean, obviously you want to win it, but 100%, but I just want to be able to put the banner up saying SEC champ. Good stuff, Chris. Anything else, man? Well, man, it's just, it's crazy to think it comes down to that Wednesday, but 
I mean, it's, you know, who would have thought, you know, Adu, Awaka, no impact, first half, foul trouble, connect, minimal impact, and we still win. We beat Bama at Bama. Here we are, still standing, baby. But as far as, you know, Joey Yanks, I think he left out two words in his uh, bio. I think he Uh-oh. left out, you know, Joey's sister cousin, you know, Yanks him. So, all right. Oh, you. no. Oh, dear. Uh, saw that one coming. Thank you, Cosmo. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man. What a night. What a night. Let's get Vault in South Carolina in here. Uh, he's calling from enemy territory. What's up, Vault in South Carolina? Oh, looks like he might have the wheel of death. Can you hear me? Hey, there he is. Russ, Barrett, Davey. What's up? Good night to be a Vol fan. Indeed it is. Where in South Carolina are you? Uh, Myrtle Beach. All okay. right. Sounds good. Uh, that's where all, uh, you know, Knox Valenians and everybody that can put $300 or 300 miles in their car, they uh, come travel to. I moved there from Knoxville. Uh, what, five years ago? Do you see more Gamecocks or more Tigers in Murders these days? Uh, more, more Tigers, but the Gamecock fans are more the assholes. Interesting. Yeah, more Tigers down here in the, I guess, what is this, the low country? I still haven't figured out. I know the low country and the high country. You're from up there, aren't you, Russ? Uh, I was born in South uh, Columbia, yeah. Yeah, so I've not figured out. I'm dating a Tiger fan at the moment. She still hasn't explained to me where the low country and the high country is. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of Gamecock fans, but a lot more Tiger fans I run into down here. But you desperately, desperately want this win Wednesday. This is going to be sweet if it goes down. It will be sweet. Um, and that that's the reason for me chiming in today. I'm more emotional on uh, calling in. I care more about these next two games, not because of what it can do for us in the overall scheme of things as far as winning the SEC or winning the Natty or winning anything. I'm more of an emotional fan. Um I want to beat South Carolina because I deal with all these damn South Carolina fans all the time. I want to beat them just simply on the fact because I'm tired of hearing their fucking mouths. Shane Beamer has just absolutely ruined me as a fan dealing with this schmarmy fucking punchable face. And as far as when it comes to Kentucky, I grew up in Harrogate, Tennessee, right on the border of miserable Kentucky. And oh wow, yeah, miserable Kentucky, uh, right there. I lived in miserable for a couple years. I hate the University of Kentucky. If if they could just bomb the state of Kentucky, fuck them. I, I don't care. <laughs> Take them all out. Uh, I want Tennessee to win just on. Eight alone. Uh, I grew up there, and I cannot stand that state. 
And I can't, I, I live in the state of South Carolina and I love where I live. I love living at the beach. I love being able to get off at 11 o'clock every day and going and sitting on the beach, putting my toes in the water, ass in the sand. But I cannot stand South Carolina and seeing their faces every time they beat the University of Tennessee. And I've had to deal with it the last, you know, what, two to three weeks since they beat us. Uh, we have to beat South Carolina on Wednesday and we have to beat Kentucky on Saturday. And so I can just be happy. I have to be happy. I'm coming at it from more of an emotional, emotional standpoint than I am a, you know, where are we going to be seated? Where are we going to be, you know, setting out for the tournament? I have to be there just to be happy. I have to make sure that we win these games just so that I don't have to hear people's mouths. Well, I hope it happens for you, my friend. Keep the faith. This is a big week. You hear the hatred oozing from Vol at South Carolina. He cannot stomach a loss to uh, Kentucky or South Carolina this week. Onward, my friend. Be good over there. Thank you for chiming in. <laughs> that guy was... Bears, a person who takes everything personal. I, I know that you you felt that in your plums. Yeah. Absolutely. That was intense. I've been perusing Rupp's rafters. How are they doing? They think they're going to kick our teeth in next weekend. Okay. All right. Well, we got to deal with the Gamecocks. We, we will deal with them. Listen, Kentucky, y'all ain't special, okay? I know you think you are. I know the – the um, uh, what, what's that guy? Not, the Jay Biases and the um, Jimmy Dykes of the world tell you you are. You're not special. We are. We're the fourth-ranked team in the country. We've got the national player of the year. We're, we're special. So you have to come deal with us. Uh, we're we're playing for championship. You guys are not. And South Carolina is South Carolina is a bigger game. South Carolina, it's us in South Carolina for the championship Wednesday. That's the big game. We will deal with you guys, Kentucky. It's a rivalry game, and or like, well, that'll be fun. But we've got bigger fish to fry. South Carolina is a bigger game to us than Kentucky is. I know. The Rupp's rafters, the mouth breathers up there can't grasp that. But we are playing for the SEC championship Wednesday, and they are not. They're not handling it well. So leave the big boy basketball to the big boys, and uh, we'll, we'll come play your glorified AAU program. Starchild is next. What's up, Starchild? What's up, Russ? Oh, man, what a night. Yeah, what a night. Uh, a few things. I'll be quick. I got to get to bed. But one, I, I, I do, I really do love, um, I, I'm sure all y'all saw it, that, that last little, that clip there, Vescovy in the uh, huddle that last time out, talking to his team with the whiteboard. Um, you can tell he wants to win. And what's cool to see is this team, when there's an off night offensively for one of the best, I think the best scorer in the entire nation. Um, these guys have learned to step up, and we've got some guys that are stepping up offensively. These guys are playing their hearts out. It's it's awesome to see. I'm inspired by these guys. I hope they continue to do so. Um, but that was a cool scene. But 
while we're on the topic of Kentucky, uh, I love this show. I respect you, Russ. Love you guys. Love you, Bear. Love you, Davey. Um, but if there's a fucking Kentucky fan, and I don't curse, if there's a Kentucky fan that comes in here and sweet talks us, like, y'all got a great team and you got a good player, but are you worried that you're winning too many games in a row? And are you worried that Dalton's not played in the NCAA tournament? Are you worried? Like, bro, shut the hell up, dude. Like, you know this guy talks all this shit about Tennessee every week. The dude posted three days ago, Tennessee's got no Final Fours. Ha, 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 ha. Like, dude, I can't stand them. You hear this in my voice. I can't stand Kentucky. I can't stand them. So when I hear this, you know, the condescending, are you worried? Like, are you, like bro, shut up, dude. You've done nothing since 2012. Like, nobody wants to hear your flabber, mouth-breathing, coal mine, and piece of trash mouth. I'm just, you know, I'm done. I hate Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it uh beautiful beautiful yes, sir bear that's right they, beautiful little brother is is having a difficult time we, we're having a party in columbia wednesday night and they're not invited exactly we, we will deal with them exactly. in due time but we have bigger fish to fry right now i just i, I live in i live in the tri-cities okay and there are Kentucky fans here. I, I go to church with a few, and they are the most obnoxious fans in this side of this, this state. And to be able to walk up to them, and they still have this, this, this sort of arrogant cockiness in their voice, even though we'll beat their tail twice in a year. <coughs> it is, I don't know, it gets me, it rubs me the wrong way. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just does. No, I, I know what you mean. We listen will deal with that, them next week, Star Listen child. to that guy, that snake, come in here and act all, you know, are you worried? Like, shut up, dude. Like, no, I'm not worried. We got – this guy shoots 5,000 shots a freaking week. You think I'm worried about him scoring 30 in the NCAA tournament, NCAA tournament? No, I'm not worried. I hope he drops 50. Like, this guy shoots it. He practices so much. He's a great player because of that. You think I'm worried about him performing in a big game? No, I'm not. Anyway, I'm going to go to bed, guys. Hope you guys have a good night. Thank you, Starchild. Appreciate you, my friend. Hey, I was looking at uh, some interesting ratings. Any idea where South Carolina ranks in luck, according to Ken Palm? Mm, no. no Highly, clue. I'm guessing. They are the second luckiest team in the country. What is he? What constitutes luck for Ken Palm? So it essentially is. It's it's a deviation between a team's actual winning percentage and the expected winning percentage from the metrics. So essentially, they're winning all their close games. Is is how I think it would ultimately be boiled down. They do win a lot of close ones, don't they? Okay. I, I'm expecting a close one down there. I, I wouldn't expect to score in the 80s again, but I'm going to have to grind it out. Big game. Big week. TN Vol for Life 56. What's up? TN Vol for Life 56, you there? 
Unmute your mic, bud. Bottom left corner. Sorry, guys. Can you hear me? We got, got you. you. Awesome, man. Big orange win. Always good. Good to beat the gunks. How you fellas doing? Doing well, man. Good, good night. man. Yeah, good, man. Good to, good to talk to you guys. Look, I like the church comment earlier. I'm going to have to thank the Lord tomorrow at church for the uh, the win tonight and then ask for some forgiveness for some of the stuff I said during the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, always good to get a good win. Uh, we knew going into this game how big of a game it was. Uh, it's at Alabama where we know their arena requires a two-drink minimum and a two and a three-teeth maximum, excuse me. <laughs> well played, uh, sir. So, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully they get used to the uh, Pantone 151. Um, but, yeah, we put uh, we put these big orange nuts in that crimson mouth. Uh, hey, question for you guys. Do you like the – do you like Chick-fil-A? You guys like Chick-fil-A, surely, right? Love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Any sauces you guys like there in particular? I enjoy the Polynesian sauce. sauce from time to time. Chick-fil-A sauce. Awesome. Love Chick-fil-A sauce. Uh, there is a sauce there. It's Polynesian sauce. Um, I just hope that Kalen DeBoer tonight when he was at the game, he's getting ready for the sweet and sour ass whooping that's coming this fall. October mm. 19th, mark it down. Go damn balls. Woo. How nasty is it going to be in Neyland Stadium when Kalen DeBoer rolls into town for his first visit to Rocky Top? Borderline dangerous. I not not making a joke at the guy uh, as as far as personal appearance, but they showed him standing next to Nick Saban, and I noticed that Saban still has more hair than DeBoer does at the moment. I really am curious. We we've kind of seen the physical transformation as far as the toll that some of these jobs in the SEC has on a coach. I really wonder what DeBoer will look like three years from now compared to where he's at today. I don't know. We'll probably have to, depend. Uh, you know, three years from now, he might be at La Tech. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I think he, I mean, I think he gets two years. Like, I, it's, it's, it's very rare. You at least don't get the opportunity to start the third in the SEC. But I think. I wonder if you, you know, get this, odds on that. Um. I don't know. I tried to last year. I tried to get odds on Billy Napier making it through this season, and I couldn't get them at the time. Jeez, I don't think he's going to make it through the season coming up. No. Did you guys see what uh, Tre Trevor Etienne said? Yeah. No. So no. Trevor Etienne, Jesus. running back for the Florida Gators, who this offseason transferred to Georgia, he went on some podcast. I don't. I don't have the name off the top of my head, but he said. You know, I could be the number two running back on a team that's going to have a losing record, or I could transfer and have a chance to be the number one running back on a team that's going to win the national championship. And so he's just like taking the shots as they're leaving. I think you guys, I, I think, I don't know if we messaged about Billy Ball making coach. the comment about, well, there was that. And then he's like, you know, we could lose to anybody, which yeah. I know, man, it's, not what you meant, but it, it did not come across in a, a good light. But your boy Shane Beamer uh, basically saying his wide receivers suck. I hadn't seen those comments, but I, I think, I mean, they're probably going to struggle to get to 500 this year. He was tweeting back and forth with Phil Kornblut today. Go, go look that up. That's 
I know you you don't like it when we badmouth. Who who Shane? Phil Cornbluth. Phil Cornbluth is like the South Carolina. Uh, like I, I don't know. He, he's a radio slash recruiting guy. I, I I've told you guys that my my opinions have changed since Cockgate. <laughs> Cockgate. Bear any thoughts on uh, Tennessee baseball? Vols have won I think ten in a row now. Just blisk uh, run ruled Bowling Green the past two days. Nah, it's just this is kind of like spring training almost for you know major league baseball. Uh, season starts what two weeks from today, today, or yeah, I guess it's yesterday now. Yeah, um, we'll be back in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, boy, it'd be nice to uh, get a sweep down there. Maybe Rick and the boys will send a broom, send their broom with them. Time to take out some more trash, Russell. Did you see uh, Blake Bur- Blake Burke murdered a ball? I- I'm talking just like uh, shades of Drew Gilbert in against Wright State. Like he hit it so far, the camera like you you have you couldn't even see it. Like more than the one that hit the church, put it into orbit. Yeah, very similar. That's that that thing that that was ridiculous. They've got a He's Google Earth well. track on that thing, on that shot. That's wild when you see it, like where it actually ended up. Amick is uh, tearing the cover off of it. I like this Bargo kid. Simo, tears. We got a, we got a lot to look forward to over the next few months. It'll take us right up into the. Uh, um, and then Nico's debut here in just a few short months. I can't believe basketball season's winding down. What are you talking about? We got 11 more games. 5-11, yeah, that would be nice. That'd be wild to go from uh, go undefeated after that Texas A&M game. Just went out. I mean, I, I, I see what TJ's talking about as far as, like, you don't want to get too comfortable winning. But I just remember that UConn team a couple of years ago that won, like, 16 in a row to close it out. And I'm I'm sure, Davey, there's, there's got to have been a, a Didn't UNC do of, it a couple a of years ago? A decent number of teams that have won double-digit games in a row to close the year, right? Yeah, you would think so. Um, I'm trying to think back. I can't remember. I want to say Villanova did it whenever they, when Jay Wright got his last natty. Um, I don't know. That's something I'd, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers on that. It's not, Nothing jumps out to me, though. I, I mean, like, I, the one that I remember the most, and I mean, they lost in the Final Four, but it was Kentucky. Yeah. They were trying to go 40 0. They they ended up they were 38 and 1 with that loss to Wisconsin. So they weren't able to uh, cap it off. All right. Uh let's get Steven in here and then we'll wrap up. What's up, Steven? Steven, you there? Yeah, I'm here, brother. 
Hey, what's up, man? Uh, on my way back from uh, Chattanooga from Tuscaloosa right now. So oh, are you in the going. house tonight? Oh, yes, son. Enjoyed every bit of it. Did they play Dixieland Delight after the game? I can assure you, David, they did not. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, uh, been to Coleman a couple times. They've actually made a lot of uh, upgrades uh, since the last time I've been. And uh, it's, I can tell you it's still a dump, though. It just looks like they tried to smear some paint on a piece of trash gym, to be honest with you. I do have a question. Did you, already, did you already touch base on the Donnie Plowman tweet? I thought that was pretty good. Uh, no, what did she say? Uh, she basically just started uh, tweeting out the uh, lyrics to Dixieland Delight. I got a, got, a, got a pretty good kick out of it. Well, I'll, give her, I, I'll give her credit that for that. might then. have been, I'll go back and look at that, but there is a Dondi Plowman fake account, a uh, parody oh. account, or whatever. That, that I got Richard very, G. Weston. Is that what you're saying? It's there. There's an account that, like, it's almost gotten me several times. It's so close. <laughs> well, uh, I hadn't been able to listen to the whole lot of the show on the way back. I've had my ten year old with me, so he just passed out. So I wanted to check in with you guys and tell you that you know there was some Orange Faithful there, and uh, we had a blast in the stands uh, rooting them on, and. Uh, can't wait to see uh, what the ceiling is on this team. Oh, we appreciate that, Stephen. And um, I, I, you made the right call. I, it was definitely not ten-year-old friendly early on in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little loose earlier. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate you, my friend. Drive careful. Roll balls. What a, roll to What a what a trip, man! And go down there with your your ten-year-old and watch the balls kick the crap out of Alabama and Coleman. All right, here's another jumps out with another stat. Tennessee is now 14 and three in its in its last 17 games against AP top 15 teams. God, that's so crazy, man. That and is that's four and one in its last five game road games against AP top 20 or top 15. That's unreal. That is unreal. I mean, the Bruce Pe- Pearl people don't want to hear it, but. That, that we've He's never the first had. coach we've ever fucking had here. I this, mean, I'm sorry. He is. The, this run we're on. I mean, Let me tell you, it's not stopping next year, regardless of what happens in the tournament. Rick Barnes is back, and we've got Ziegler, Adu, Awaka, and Meshack as a core of experienced guys. With some Gaining will be in his second year. Up, and then a people, um, you know, whoever we're going to get out of the portal – I mean, after what Connect has done, you don't think we're going to have guys lining up in the portal wanting to be a part of what we're doing? Yeah. Bear, was that stat you gave for top 15 opponents? Yeah. I'm just kind of going down the list right now. I would imagine Kentucky will be in the top 15 next week. South Carolina's got a chance to be right at 15. So there's a chance you got two more you can add to that. We're on a five uh, five game streak right now against ranked opponents. Going back to Illinois, it was a Illinois. Uh, did you guys happen to see their game? They beat Wisconsin. I didn't see what happened. I just was, they're playing really good. They're playing really good right now. January six, Ole Miss. They were at twenty two. Ole Miss kind of not 
they're definitely not 22 anymore, but they were at the time. At Kentucky, Auburn, and at Alabama. So, yeah, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Won't last forever, man. So, this is the shit we used to dream about when we were kids, Russ, back when during the Wade Houston years, you know? I, I never thought we'd have a program like this. I know, man. I, I remember the, the first year Jerry Green made it, and we played like Southern Illinois or somebody. I was so excited. I think we lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they played like this when I was growing up. I might not even be a Duke fan. Oh, David. David. Oh, David. Yeah. David, David. I'm wrapping up, man. <laughs> the vibes are so high, and you have to go say something like that. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> You're ate up a dumbass sometimes. <laughs> Cooper. But yeah, man, it's just we've never, I don't know. I'm enjoying every every game, just taking it one game at a time. So, loving but, it. We love all of you uh, guys. Any other parting thoughts, words, insults you want to throw out there before we get out of here? Let's go get revenge on Wednesday. Yeah, revenge and a championship on the same night. Are you kidding? What more do you want? What more do you want? This is going to be a great week. Be sure to tune in to Fan Run Radio. Bear and I will be with you on the drive from 3 to 6 every day this next week. It is going to be, oh, man, it's going to be wild, man. This is this is why you get into the radio business in Knoxville, Tennessee. Folks, it's 1 a.m. I got to go to bed. We love you. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Davey. We'll do it again Wednesday night. Will the keg of glory be tapped Wednesday night? Hopefully. Oh, my God. Oh my God, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to tip it off right now. Let's go. Let's do this.